the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy is heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app, and we're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat for this Football Friday. It is the final Football Friday of the season. Why did you have to poo on it? What do you mean? It's the last one. Do we have to talk about that? Because what are we going to, we're going to be doing We Are the World reviews in like a week. We'll be all right. It'll be all right. We are the world. We Uh, are the children. Yes, the final NFL game of the season is upon us. Super Bowl 58, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Coming your way on Sunday, and um, is it Nevada or Nevada? It's it's, it's Nevada. It's, it's Nevada sounds wrong. Yeah, Nevada sounds like it's being sent by some guy in a slick suit that's going to break your ankles if you don't pay off your Chiefs bet. Hey, I I used to say it that way, and then I was uh, I was I was I was reprimanded by native Nevadans. Really? Yeah, and that's how they say it, apparently. They um, had time to reprimand you? Nevada. Usually they're reprimanded at the Bunny Ranch. That's usually how... <laughs> no, that's not what... Boom! You, you keep using that word, I don't don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> it does in my world. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what you're... All right, we're not going down this path. It's all right. It's, 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 it's Super Bowl Friday. We don't betting have to go Friday. down that that uh, that that rabbit hole two minutes into the show. It's betting Friday. We <laughs> talked about the game. We're to the offenses. That's what we're going to fixate on today. Yes. With the betting lines and the props and what color Gatorade Andy Reid is going to be soaked with and what his order is going to be at Waffle House after this is over. You made it well known you are on the Kansas City Chiefs. They are, uh, you know, a two-point dog still in this game. Every time you say that to me, it kind of strikes me as it, it, you ever heard the Mandela effect. Like mm-hmm. every time somebody tells me Ed McMahon didn't actually work for Publishers Clearinghouse, I'm like, oh, th- yes, he did. That's stupid. Stop saying stupid things to me. Or Richard Simmons didn't wear a headband. Mm-hmm. I went down a rabbit hole of Mandela effect things last did night. Did you? Did you? Fruit Loops. Do you know what's been F R O O T whole time? Uh huh. Yeah, I didn't. It was Fruit Loops. <laughs> fruit. <laughs> But every time I hear that, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many times do you have to learn this? Of You give Pat Mahomes points and bad things happen to you. Yes. I want to be on the other side of this from you, but I can't. It's one of those, I'm not, uh, I, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to believe that San Francisco should be the favorite here, but I want them to win. I don't care who wins. Head I care heart. if I win. Head says one thing, heart says another. I'm really pulling for Christian That's McCaffrey. How I got married the first time. <laughs> really pulling for Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, John Lynch would love to see him get another Super Bowl ring this time as a GM. Yeah, it's one of the toughest I've ever seen. One of the toughest calls I think I've ever had to make. Really, in the Super Bowl because I believe it's that close. 
Okay, give me the. I haven't asked you this uh-huh. because you keep telling me how hard this is for you, yes. and that you don't want to be as dogmatic as I am because yes. you don't want to be wrong. Give me the path. Mm-hmm. What's the path? The path for the San Francisco 49ers? Mm-hmm. Uh, Short money's on San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan learns from his mistakes and runs the ball down their throat, which they can do with Chris, Christian McCaffrey. That's weird. No other team's done it. No, Baltimore, oh, yeah? Baltimore, best running team in the league. They they do mm-hmm. that? No. No, they didn't. No. No, they didn't. didn't. But, but did, they though. didn't have Christian McCaffrey. No, they had Lamar Jackson, who was the unanimous MVP. Mm-hmm. Which, Almost. Which, which, for some reason, they they forgot to run the ball. Yeah. Didn't even attempt it. Yeah, it's weird how teams do that against Andy Reid teams. Maybe, maybe it's not that they became idiots. Mm-hmm. It's that Andy Reid went, you're not going to beat me that way, <laughs> punkin. And I have maybe a so. weird feeling he's going to do the same thing to Kyle Shanahan. You want to beat me? Okay. You're good. You're talented enough. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like you. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to beat me with old, old purdy boy over there. Because I'm not going to let Christian McCaffrey run it down my throat. Look, I think he'll be effective. Mm-hmm. This 49er offense is really good. I don't think it's as good as you think it is. Oh, it's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty good. Weird it wasn't against Baltimore. You got the most efficient? Uh, well, it's, you know, it's funny. it wasn't. This dynamic offense <laughs> doesn't look good when it plays good defenses. Which it didn't do that many times this year. Yeah, and and one time it did. Best team in the league, and your quarterback had the worst game of his life. I I understand. It, he picked a bad day to have a bad day. Four interceptions, inexcusable. Well, I mean, you're right. That was the worst it day was of his life. It was terrible. It wasn't that much worse than what he did against Minnesota. It's in there, and I've seen it <laughs> manifest itself plenty of times. Yeah. Because to me, the the path, what I asked you, mm-hmm. is Pat Mahomes is going to have to have one of those games. And, you know, it's weird. In his entire career, I've never seen him do it once. Mm-hmm. Ever. But I think he's going to come out and do it in the biggest game of his, of the, well, I was going to say of his life, except well, this is the fourth time we've been here. And he's <laughs> 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has made big mistakes in big games. The problem is he typically has a chance to correct those mistakes. And I think he's had three multiple interception games in elimination games in the postseason over the last four-year run or whatever. In the end, he gets a chance to come back and do it. Mm-hmm. He's going to make mistakes. Don't expect Patrick Mahomes to come out here and throw up the perfect game. No. Because it's not what he does. He comes out. He plays just good enough. The team's able to stick around, hang around, give him a chance at the end, and nobody makes a comeback like Patrick Mahomes. San Francisco has to keep that from happening somehow, some way. And I think keeping the ball out of their hands and running the football is the way that they're going to do it. All right, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say he goes, I don't know, 26 of 36 mm-hmm. for 243 yards mm-hmm. with a touchdown and no interceptions. Mm-hmm. Is that good enough to beat San Francisco? Mm. 
I'll say maybe. Well, it was good enough to beat Baltimore in Baltimore. It was good enough to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. And it was good enough to beat Miami gruesomely. Mm -hmm. That's the average of what he's done in these playoffs. That's the part where I feel like this is getting lost by the Sharps and and by the betting public that's going that's leaning San Francisco. The money's not as clear that way, and I'll tell you about it later in the show. It's where you're getting lost. You think that this team goes exactly where Pat Mahomes goes. They can beat you multiple different ways. I don't think San Francisco can beat you multiple different ways. Hmm. They have to get Christian McCaffrey going. Mm-hmm. They have to have Trent Williams uh, on the left side to protect the blind side. They have to have Debo Samuel to have a game where he gets off and he's able to run pre-snap motion and keep Kansas City off balance. And they have to have Brandon Ayuk, who goes one-on-one, which is what they're going to ask him to do, and win. Mm-hmm. How many of the things I just said do you think are going to happen Sunday? I think they all can happen. No. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's not what I asked you. A lot of things can happen. Pork sausage could fall out of the sky and I could have a hell of a breakfast for, for lunch. I'll look for it mm-hmm. unless a plane from Johnsonville just decides to start chucking it out the window. That can happen. That's not what I asked you. What if it will happen? And let me break it down backwards. Mm. You're telling me you think Brandon Ayuk one-on-one with Legereus Snead, who may be the most undervalued corner in this league, you think he's going to win routinely one-on-one? He'll win enough. I don't. Really? I don't know that he wins at all. I'm not sure <laughs> that he has. shut him down? Oh, I'm not saying he goes. Three that, catches for 26 yards? I could see it. I could easily see it. Because this is a matchup that's an absolute nightmare for him. Okay. This is probably the worst player you could line up across from him in the NFL. Okay. Straight up. Okay. You're giving him a lot of credit. I get he's good, oh, I mean, but he I'm, ain't that good because I don't think there's many guys in this league that can do that to Brandon Ayer. And that's kind of my point. Especially with how mu- how much he's going to be featured. Okay, so your belief of that comes from where? That that Brandon Ayer's this just dynamic, game-breaker, unbelievable wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Did, did you think that coming into the year? No. No, because he's never been that before. Ever in his entire career, he but would he, have one straight game where he did that. But he has this year. Mm-hmm. And now dig into why that happened. Okay. Look at Brandon Ayuk's game blogs. Mm-hmm. You'll notice something really quick. How many yards does he have in these playoffs? Don't know. 100 total. Weird. Because he came up against the best corner for the Lions. And he was just basically irrelevant to the game plan. And he came up against Jair Alexander for the, for the Packers. Weird. Little Jerry Snead's better than both of them. It's not close. They, they turned him into an absolute afterthought, which is what he had been every year coming into this year. Look at the big games he had. He had one against Baltimore mm-hmm. in garbage time. You were already killed. He had one against Washington. That's the worst secondary in the NFL. He had one against Seattle because Reek Woolen does not match up well with him. That's not what he does. He's a long-range strider. He's the big... Not so physical, thin corner that can run with the big, lanky receiver that's really fast. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, worst secondary in the NFL. Cincinnati uh, didn't match him up one on one with with Wozier. Arizona, worst secondary in the NFL. Other than that, he's the same mediocre receiver he's been all season long. And yet, you're you're telling me that one of the best corners in this league can't shut him down. That's called a myth. That's what myth sounds like. He's great against mediocre defense. And I'm not sitting here telling you that he won't have a stereotypical game of four for 50. 
Guess what? That's completely irrelevant to this game. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk at four for 50 and maybe slides in the end zone one time. Cool. I've neutralized one of your threats. I need him to not go off because him going off is what makes Debo Samuel such a pain because now I have to shade that safety over and I can't deal with Debo. I can't keep that safety in the box because I don't have somebody to deal with him one-on-one. And now Christian McCaffrey's just gutting me like a catfish. You see how these, all these things work in tandem. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in Brandon Ayuk's career that would subject, that, that would make you think he's going to come out here. And I don't remember exactly how you said it. You don't think LeJarrius Sneed's good enough to shut him down? Shut him down, yeah. Weird. He's been in the league four years. Uh, much lesser corners have done it many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. Two of them in the last two weeks. Debo Samuel. Uh, I trust him about as much as I trust gas station sushi. To stay healthy? Is that is that what you're saying? If, if he played four quarters, yeah, he's probably good. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen him get hurt in every big game he's ever had. Oh, and by the way, he's already hurt coming into this game. Because he always is. You see how when you just start to chip away at the armor of San Francisco, all you got to do is dig into them. It ain't that hard to see through them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not telling you, I'm not willing to bet my house that they lose this game. They're still super talented. It's just there has become this myth around them that is comical to me. You won an inferior conference. Awesome. I'm going to hold that against you. You have a coach that has been in these games more than once. And every single time he does, he comes in with the best of intentions. And a lot of times he stop, starts hot. And as soon as he gets off that script and it's mono a mono, it doesn't go so well. And that's against Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You're doing it against Andy Reid this time. You're doing it against Steve Spagnuolo this time. And yeah, sorry, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I haven't bought it. I'm not going to buy it. If you come in and shut me up, I'll be the first one to go, hey, you know what? Kyle Shanahan, good for you. You finally did it. Eight times the charm. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. One team does it, they're going to be the greatest of all time. Well, the other team does it, nah, it's cute. Uh, one of them has been just, to the Super Bowl four times in six years. I get it. I, I, I'm the not other saying they the, the same. I'm just saying that sounds just terribly biased to me. It, it's, it, how is it biased? One of them has been here four times in six years. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I, and I'll be honest with you, this win is mm-hmm. not changing anything for me with Kansas City. You phrased that in a terribly, uh, I'll use your word, in a terribly biased way mm. that made it sound like I was saying something I wasn't. I expect Kansas City to win here. Them winning does really nothing to me. Mm. I'm already at Dynasty. That's what you got here. Mm. You, you can admit it or you can put your fingers in yours. That's up to you. But still, San Francisco winning is just cute. I mean, what, what, okay. you, what, what is just, it you're looking just, for me to say here? I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm they just were the best team in the league. No, you weren't, because I watched you get your brains <laughs> plastered across the sidewalk three times against inferior AFC teams. Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. You won the Super Bowl. Sweet. I told you going into this, two of the four best teams in the NFL are here. Yep. Uh, three of them, you could only have one because mm-hmm. you all played in the same conference. Yep. You, you win this one-off game, what do you expect me to say? Oh, this is one of the greatest Super Bowl teams of all time. It's not. It's not. You have a little tiny quarterback and a gimmicky offense, and I've already seen you let me down in these situations. Mm-hmm. Am I telling you I'm not going to give them their due? No. Yeah, you're Super Bowl champions. Awesome. You'll get a ring, and we'll talk about you forever. And I will probably forget that you did this within three weeks. 
I will forget elements of this, and five years down the line, I'll go, oh, yeah, you remember when San Francisco beat Kansas City? That was a listless game, wasn't it? That was a, that was, that was a speed bump on the way to greatness. Okay. I, I, I mean, is it going to change happen. my belief of Kyle Shanahan? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, I mean, it's not going to change everything. You got too no. much of a depth of, uh, of resume Absolutely here. Absolutely not. You can't forget everything. I'm not going to forget anything. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, sweet, you won one. And I'll, you know who I'll, you know he'll remind me of at that point? Who's that? His dad. That's exactly where Kyle Shanahan will be if they manage to pull this off. Mm-hmm. You're your dad. I think you're a good coach. I think you're a visionary offensively. You're doing things that nobody in this league is doing. And when I look at the best coaches in this league, you're really damn lucky if you get in the top five. And that's not going to change. They can win this game 56 to nothing you're still not breathing the top five. Still not a bad place to be, though. No, you're six, seven, eight. Sweet. That's awesome. As a favorite next year. Good for you. And you're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Looking at all of the, uh, the best bets for the weekend coming up. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828 774 6343 or at gmail.com. Who's gonna break the news? 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 Back on ESPN Asheville. Breaking news time. What you got, Jeremy? Uh, I didn't think this was going to happen, and frankly, I'm a little shocked that it has. Boston College is hiring Bill O'Brien as their head coach. Wow. Okay. Anybody want to take time to really bask in the beauty that was his time as the offense coordinator at Ohio State? <laughs> should we should we play some Sarah McLaughlin music in the background? Talk about maybe Ryan that press Day. conference. Poor Ryan Day. He's got he's got nobody to blame now. You know who that said, was going to be the perfect out for him. He brings in Bill O'Brien, still doesn't win a national championship, and he go, I, I didn't do the play calling. That was that NFL guy. You know who's sitting back laughing at this aggressively? Who's that? Lou Holtz. Well, well, well. Looks like best kept plans there just for Ben. <laughs> Brought you in that sweet NFL coordinator. Didn't quite work for you, did it there, Puckett? Wow, that shocks me. Why does it shock you? I mean, it's it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I, I have no idea what Bill O'Brien's goal is here. I know he's from the Boston area. He is. So going back home, I guess, to me, this is, if if his goal 
is to just find a place, settle back close to home, and end his career there, that makes perfect sense to me. Otherwise, this is, like I said the other day, I don't see this as a stepping stone job. If he goes to Boston College and he turns him into an eight-win program, does that really, I mean, I guess, does that make everybody else excited to give him another shot at a head coaching job? Wouldn't, well, it, be, wouldn't it be easier to go, I don't know, win a national championship with Ohio State or make the playoff, win the Big Ten? I mean, is that going to change anything, though? I don't I don't. I mean, he did this at Alabama. It I guess. Didn't I, really get him head coaching interviews. Maybe he just wants maybe, to be the guy. Maybe he does. Maybe he looks at Boston College and thinks they're a sleeping giant because you got all these dudes from the docks that well, are going to come in and have children. Well, and those children are going to make great offensive linemen. Well, they are going to be the best team left in the new AAAAC. See. Yeah, when the ACC and the AAC have to combine forces. He'll, the Boston College will be the best team in there. They'll also, be the best that would be there. the AAACCC. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, with Boston College and Memphis as your two dogs. Mm-hmm. While Florida State, Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina are hanging out with their new friends. I guess maybe that's it. I'm thinking if you're, if you're still in the game and you're still a contender, like I'm a contender for head coaching jobs, I'm a contender for going back to the NFL, I want to stay with a relevant program. Like I did with Alabama. I want to stay at an Ohio State and then make that jump. Otherwise, I'm going to take the job and I'm this is it for me. Another 15 years, if that, and then I'm done. Yeah, I, I, Over under two and a half years, he stays at Boston College. I'll have to say over at this point. I'll say under. I'll say under. I'll say it's two years. I think he somehow gets them to a bowl game this year. They win eight or nine games next year, and that's enough for somebody to go, you know what, give him a shot. <laughs> it's, that's enough for Michigan State to make him their new head coach. <laughs> uh, Michigan State just hired a guy. I like Jonathan Smith. That's just It was just a, a, a program. I, like, I mean, I feel like this is the same thing Wink Martindale did with Michigan. Well, can't get an NFL head coaching job. Might as well go run my system that my underlings ran here for the last five years. I can't wait. Am I the only one that can't wait to see Wink Martindale coaching college kids? Got what? a big old can, got a big old pouch of chewing backer in his back pocket, hat sitting on top of his head, making 18-year-old snowflakes cry on a weekly basis. I can't wait for the first corner that he makes outwardly cry. <laughs> like the kid just goes and sits in his safe space on the sideline like, mm -hmm. Wink yelled at me. Then he comes over and does it again. Oh, you good to cry? So good. Most useless hire. Is it Bill O'Brien going to be the head coach at Boston College, or is it Mike Zimmer being the new defensive coordinator with the Cowboys? I, I, I will say I do see the humor in the discrepancy between, your t between the guys you interviewed. You, you interviewed Rex Ryan who basically gave us Wink Martindale. Mm. This was the, the, the teacher, Wink Martindale was the student, 
And then you bring in the most nondescript person in the history of time in Mike Zimmer. He a dog, though. No doubt. <laughs> Are they still together? I'm going to say curious. no. I'm curious. Uh, if you don't know what Did we're talking about. Did he get to keep the, H- the FHM model after he lost his head coaching game? Well, That's I'm going to say when he here. was an analyst at Colorado, she was probably not, you know, as down to clown. Could have been true love. You never know. I'm going to say it probably was <laughs> I mean, unless she had a really unhealthy relationship with Fievel Goes West, I'm going to say that Mike Zimmer wasn't the you man of her dreams. You don't know. That dude looks like a 67 Chevy with the doors open. Just... Boop. <laughs> um, Did you think that was a weird hire or was it just me? Mike Zimmer? Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I asked the question. of Because when you – I was expecting – you said there was breaking news – I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting Bill O'Brien takes Boston College, and I had the same reaction to that in my head as I had to Mike Zimmer, which was just, woo! Oh, well, I mean, mean, for Boston College, hiring B.O.B. is kind of like the FHM model for Mike Zimmer. This is the biggest headline of your entire history. I don't disagree with that. I'm talking to 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 the sports world. This means nothing to me. It has no it effect makes, on anything. It makes Boston College arable on television because it gives you a reason to watch it once. Now, the only thing is that if it flops, it becomes irrelevant in three weeks. Yes. D- who do they play next year? Here's something I didn't think I would ask. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna Mike Zimmer's gonna open up the season against UConn. Bill Woo! O'Brien. Mike Zimmer's going to the Cowboys. Or I mean, yeah, Bill O'Brien. Excuse me. They're the same guy. They're, they're not. Oh God, they start with Florida State. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, isn't that the their the, opener is Florida State on Labor Day. Oh, that's gonna hurt. You remember that thing I just said about Wake Martindale making a player cry? Mike Norvell might do that to Bill O'Brien. You might just see beer, uh, uh, just tears running down his butt chin. Because uh, you owe him one. Or you owe them one. What, from the close game that you had last year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you still want it. It's a red bandana game. Still maintain Florida State should have been, been in the playoff. Oh, gosh. But I'll die on that hill. <laughs> You're going to. I will. I'll die on that hill. It's fine. <laughs> it's, we're going to have that engraved on your tombstone. The Jets should have won a Super Bowl in the, in the. Oh no, the Jets should not have won a Super Bowl. And the Sin, the Seminoles should have made the college football playoff. Maybe my if if I died tomorrow, my obituary should read. Hopefully, my passing will break the curse, and the Jets can win a Super Bowl that I see from a cloud. And Florida State should have been in the twenty twenty four college football playoff. From everything I can tell, Mike Zimmer and his girlfriend are still together. And now she gets to move to the big city, right? Get to go to Dallas, have some fun. Only thing I can imagine is that Mike Zimmer and Drake have more in common than I thought they <laughs> than I would have ever thought they did. Because that's the only explanation for that <laughs> that doesn't require ransom and a wire payment. <laughs> Just change his name to Mike Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Put my best foot forward, boys. Put my best foot forward. Yes, sir. Uh, it is the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. There's a reason we say it's your daily dose of dumbassery, mm-hmm. and that first 30 minutes has proved it. We got another two and a half to do this. That's right. Uh, Super Bowl 58 talk continues next. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green. And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer boy you must be outside your mind the sportsocracy just a bit outside he tried the corner and missed you are in the sportsocracy and this is espn Asheville, 92.9 fm 880 am 1400 time to get just a bit outside and uh mine's football related so let's let's do yours first jeremy you 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 want to talk about golf uh, yeah, because I have two funny stories from the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Oh, that's this week, right? It is. Uh, so Lucas Glover was in it, and then he withdrew yesterday. And the thought was that he was nursing an injury. Well, he went to reporters who were gathered in the reporter pool and said, no, I'm fine. I uh, I missed my tea time. You, you know why he missed his tea time? Why is that? Because he misread a text message. He pulled a Tank Spencer. So they text every player their tee time, and he apparently thought that his was two hours later than it was. So he showed up to the tee like, I'm here. And they went, you were supposed to be two hours ago. And he had to withdraw because they, once you miss your tee time, you're out. They put somebody in his place, and away they went. That strikes me as something you would do. Yes. Yes, I would probably do that because I don't see text messages. Uh, the, yeah, I don't know why you have a phone. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to start sending carrier pigeons to leave you notes because that's the only way you're going to see them. It's always on silent, and I never know until six hours later. I pick up my phone and go, oh, yeah, Jeremy texted me four hours ago. Awesome. Uh, the other story I have from that particular tournament is Scotty Scheffler. Number one player in the world, and he is playing in the Phoenix Open, even though it's not one of the special PGA uh, elevated tournaments this year. He was asked how he's going to deal with the 16th hole. You know, that's the that's the stadium hole where you get beers thrown at you and the crowd's really raucous. He said, 
I'm fairly used to the heckling. Where I practice at home, I got a good group of guys that we play golf with, and I get heckled pretty often. When I'm practicing on the range, there's usually a group of 10 to 15-year-old kids that are trashing me all the time. So the heckling is something I'm pretty used to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and maybe, you know, maybe this is my old man staring at clouds. You have teenagers heckling the number one player in the world. I mean, scoreboard? Scoreboard. <laughs> what, what's, what's your claim to fame, Ethan? You got that. You got to second base with that. Never mind. No, no good. No good. The ball is going to finish this. It wasn't going to be good. You finish that however you want to. The way I was going to finish it mm-hmm. was not going to be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna have cankles. That's that's where I was headed. You got to yeah. awesome, Aiden, Aiden, Jaden, and Raiden. Sweet, you're heckling the number one player of the world. He's got more chance. He has spilt, spent more money on spilt liquor than you have made in your entire life. So maybe learn a book. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Aim high. Take your shots. Why not? He's at it good enough. <laughs> I, in my head, Scotty Scheffler heckles them back, and I don't know why. I hope so. Like, oh, that's cute there, Capri Pants. You, you think you're better than me? Hey, look at my cart. Your mom dropped you off in a Volvo. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Ah, you just ignore Goes it. full Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Learn your role and shut it's your the mouth. The kind of thing that you expect with the Phoenix Open, though, right? That's in Florida where he lives. Oh, I thought. Yeah, it was... he said he's he is used to the heckling because they do it to him on his home driving. I thought range. you were saying this happened at. The, um... No, he said this happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If it's, I don't know if it's, famili- about... if it's familiar faces, a hundred percent. I just want to know what loser kid shows up at a driving range to heckle a PGA Tour player. Nah. Don't you have stocks, uh, 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 shelves to stock at Home Depot? I was going to say, I only get two days off a week. Skyler. You got to spend one of them doing something. Don't come to your work, throw rocks at you while you're mowing. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, Rodney. Uh, it's one new, of the top five greatest jokes of all time. Our, our new friends, DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, have you have you have you have you been diving into all of the different props and things that they have available for the uh, for the big game this weekend? Uh, Tank, I am currently leveraged an amount that greatly how do i put this delicately um you could either buy two really crappy cars or one decent one. Ooh, that's a lot uh, that is a lot i'm just I, i'm I, we know we're we all have we we all have swift last year we're 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 just okay we were talking about this in the hallway earlier today with 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 with, with a female who was given her perspective of even she's tired of the Taylor Swift madness. But DraftKings has a whole section of Taylor Swift-themed prop bets for this weekend. And I'm, 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 just, I'm just curious. I've pulled some of my favorites. Okay. Um... Because you can get pretty good odds on the Kansas City Chiefs trailing in the fourth quarter and winning the game. Yes. 
plus 500. Yes. And that's apparently called the look what you made me do bet. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Uh, the the woman There's, that was in the hall that he was refers, referring to was Melissa Lovell from uh, I didn't want, ES, I, I, from, I, I, from I didn't want to call her out I didn't know if she well, I mean what did you it, I didn't I didn't know it's a public building what, I, what do you think we were it. meeting to tear down the government like look I just, there plenty of people knew we anyway <laughs> uh, knows football incredibly well and I I told her that my dream is that Travis Kelsey breaks up with Taylor Swift. The second Kansas City wins this game and makes out with Miley Cyrus, and now I cannot see it. <laughs> like just I the what ultimate, you can get on that one. The ultimate WWE heel turn. Just I know what all you want. Nice. Miley's music comes on. She comes storming out to. I can buy myself flowers. Mm-hmm. Where it, and for some reason it's like a black lace garter is what she's wearing in my head. Uh, the blank space bet. Travis Kelsey to score the octopus in the game. So to get the touchdown and the two-point conversion on the same possession. Plus 1,500? Plus 3,000. That's gone down. That's It, it has gone down? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And then Kelsey to score and Kansas City to win. That's just a plus 240, but still, it's, it's pretty safe money, don't you think? What, uh, Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score? Travis Kelsey to score and the Chiefs to win. You get plus two forty. It's not yeah. bad. I feel. I mean, I feel pretty. Throw good a bone at it. Why not? So this is why Tank can't bet. He would scroll through all these stupid props and he'd throw a bill at every one of them. And next thing he knows, he's in debt to the mob like five <laughs> large. <laughs> you do, you don't like playing the prop bets? No. I mean, I'll play some of them here, mm-hmm. uh, and it's usually length of the the national anthem, of which I don't remember who who is singing the national anthem. Reba McIntyre. under no i'll take the under well you gotta remember they're going off a number that comes from chris stapleton last year Mm -hmm. which was it was awesome okay so it was um last i saw it it was 90 and a half 90 and a half seconds was the over under it's gone under that like three of the last five years yes and i don't think reba is i mean reba's She's she getting on up there in age. I mean, her face is not, but her unless they've changed her voice box, then it is. I love Reba, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't think she's going full buck thirty-seven here. I don't know. I don't know. Put it the this way: your time- average high schooler at a high school game goes about sixty-one seconds. That's just straight through. That's a whole lot of carrying notes to get to not, 30 extra seconds. Yeah, I struggle to believe that. Yeah. With her. I've heard very few that ever la- that, that were ever 60 seconds. 90 is about the sweet spot. I consider the fact that she's 68 years old might take her a little extra longer. And country artists tend to go longer. Uh, Stephen Tausch said she's, she sung it twice in recorded history mm-hmm. she went over once yep. went under the last time she did it mm-hmm. i'll go with the under this time by the way you said average is a buck and a half uh the next unca game you do start a stopwatch mm-hmm. you'll see what i'm talking about especially if it's a band and not a singer they can do it in 50 seconds yeah but anyway 
any. What I was saying is just to sing the song itself takes about 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. But that's rushing through it. Not really. It's, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll I will gladly take the over on the on the anthem. I will not. <laughs> um. Anyway, I I just I I just wonder who is is this enticing anybody? No, no. I get putting Taylor on things to get the casual fan interested, right? Like the like not even the casual fan, but I'm trying to get the the girls interested. We were talking this morning with uh, one of our national reporters on WWNC that was saying the impact of Taylor on the commercials has been massive because yes. you've got a lot more women's products that are getting involved this year. They're buying time where they normally wouldn't. I just don't know that anybody's really uh, hammering the. The prop bets for Taylor. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Here's the prop bets I'll bet on Taylor. How many times do I drunkenly at our Super Bowl party at the Village Sports go, will you please shut up? (laughs) I'll set that at four and a half. Uh, I was going six on that one. So I'll gladly take the over at four and a half. I think that's a formidable wager. The uh, o- the over under was four and a half for the number of times that she would be shown on television during the broadcast, and I went, "That's not even close. It's going to be way over four and a half. She'll be shown four and a half times in the first ten minutes of the game." How many shots do I do while Taylor Swift is on screen? I'll set that number at five and a half. <laughs> you going to do one every time she shows up? Oh no, I don't want to die. I want to live. Life has just gotten to a real sweet spot, so I I, I want to live. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Hoffman in our YouTube chat said he sung the national anthem at minor league baseball games, mm-hmm. and it's about 60 to 70 seconds without rushing, just singing it straight through. Mm-hmm. I have also sung it, and I tend to be a little over-exaggerated, and I can do it in 70 seconds. So that was, that was the reason I'm looking at you going, this yeah. doesn't take as long as you think. Okay. I've also heard you sing, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say – have you ever sung the national anthem? Yes. I mean, not in front of people. I, I didn't no. mean in your car, Magoo. <laughs> I meant, I sing it to the steering wheel every day. I get up at 2.30 in the morning to come do political talk. No. And I do that every day. I God do. bless America. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm feeling patriotic. Just Singing listening to Lee Greenwood. and It's dark outside. You got Lee Greenwood blared out of them. <laughs> I sing to my country every day. You going to fight about it? Big whoop wouldn't fight about it. Uh, we got our first super chat of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's on you. See. Where's that button? Won't at? be forever, but it is for right now. now yeah. Uh, Smokey the Cat has Kansas City plus the three and a half. Mm-hmm. Kelsey touchdown. Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Mahomes plus one and a half touchdowns at plus 560. I, I believe that's a pretty solid wager. Might be the safest wager you'll ever see. But you're getting pretty good odds on it. I would have thought that would have been lower. Because you're catching an inflated line there. So, because Kansas City is a two-point dog. I'm also a big fan of alternate lines. I made a wager that may or may not have been after five or six domestic lights where I went, what is the biggest alternate line I can get for Kansas City? And I think I got it all the way to six and a half and went in. Yikes. Kansas City minus six and a half. Let's go. Got a shekel or two on that. Minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. 
I gave points back to get better odds. Hmm. And what did that go up to? Plus three ten, yeah. I think. Not bad. I think it's plus three ten. That's not bad. And at I'm all. still under a touchdown. Yeah, I felt mm-hmm. I, I felt warm and fuzzy about that. Nice. Nice. All right, you're in the sportsocracy, the CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 throughout the program. You can throw out your favorite uh, wagers that you've seen or things that you've laid on uh, either way. I hope you haven't laid on them. Is that not how you say that? Uh, laid down. You can as I say it a lot of ways. I don't know that I've ever heard it said the way you just said it. You lay money on, on but, then, but then again, I'm, I'm very uh, touchy with, with you. And the things that you do. You're not touchy with me after, at all. After we you don't let, get touchy at all. After you let Mark Starling sample my uh, my, my, <laughs> my vape box. <laughs> I, I walked in this morning. help a friend. Mark know? Starling has the exact vape pen that I have. And I'm like, hey, we're brothers. I got the same one. And Tank went, that was yours. And I went, what are you, an animal? You just took mine off my desk and handed it to him. <laughs> like, hey, you should try this. Were you raised in a barn? To be fair, it was plugged into my plug back here. You and mean the so, plug where our camera batteries go that you took out? <laughs> it was plugged into my it's, plug. It's, I mean, it's just saying. It's where I plug my thing in. Uh, oh, out. so you mean you, Mr. Colorblind? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> Went my blue and yellow ridiculous thing that, by the way, is sitting in your frame right now. <laughs> oh, it, it turned green overnight. It got bigger and has a plastic case now. Yeah. Let me hey, see. there that is. I was looking for that. Hey, let me let, let me hand this to somebody else. This is Jeremy's, but you want to try it? Put yeah. it in your mouth because mm-hmm. he's going to do the same. Mm-hmm. We're all friends here. I had to sterilize that thing with bleach. No, you didn't. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. All right, people, it's Valentine's Day. Everything has to be perfect. Yes, yeah, At Ingalls, we know that not every Valentine's Day is four-star perfection with string quartets and swanky restaurants. My boyfriend bought me flowers. That it's not the money you spend or the elaborate lengths you go to. Happy Valentine's Day. It just has to come from the heart. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The sportsocracy. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Back on ESPN Asheville. And the um I knew you were trouble bet from oh DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm already so tired. Christian. I don't even know that these are song <laughs> titles of hers. I just know that that's what you're doing. You know that's you. Even I know the name of that song. I couldn't name you one Taylor Swift song, other than that stupid "Shake It Off" song because I heard it from next door five hundred and forty three thousand times, mm-hmm. and teardrops on my guitar because I totally forgot she was a country singer. <laughs> totally forgot. Okay, and I learned that live on camera in this show. 
I knew you were trouble I when you walked in. I name you another song she ever okay. did. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just can't wait for her to release her next hit, which is Tight End Loose End, uh, after she breaks his heart. That's what she does. Plus 160 on Christian McCaffrey going over 150 total yards in the game. Rushing and receiving. Is this a, I can take the over or the under? Uh I guess this is just take it or leave it. Plus 160. I'm out. For 150 plus. Uh, I'm, I'm out. Too high? Okay. I can get to 117 and a half. I think that's the highest. I, or, uh, I think that's the highest that I saw that number where I still felt okay. On total, taking the total, over. Total yards. Okay. At 150, I'll happily take the under. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That is a lot. But the opportunity is going to be there, and I and and to me, I'm I'm tempted to take all of the Christian McCaffrey props. I guess I'm not. I don't think that's how this game's going. You don't think it's going to be a Christian McCaffrey game? I don't. Hmm. I don't. Even I think if Steve he doesn't Spagnuolo do it, is going to look at that offense. And go, I am not scared of Brock Pitt Purdy beating me by himself. Mm-hmm. And I will shut that down. And there are ways to do that. Now, it leaves you vulnerable in other places. But with the way Kansas City lines up, I'm not sure I care. Mm-hmm. I have Trent McDuffie on on Debo Samuel. I have LeJarius Snead on Brandon Ayuk. I'm not overly worried about anybody else. I mean, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. But you think they can they contain Christian McCaffrey? I think that's how I would be game planning this. Mm-hmm. Is you're not going to beat me with him? Okay. He's just one of those that I look at and go, I, I feel like he is the pivotal player. If you gave me the note, like what? If you told me he had over a hundred and twenty five. Total yards in this game. Doesn't mean squat. I to feel me. really good about San Francisco. Doesn't mean squat to me. Because he could have 64 of both, and I'm just looking at it going, eh. Nah. I more want to see Brock Purdy stat line. Because if you tell me he looks similar to what he did against Baltimore, and I'm not even talking about the interceptions, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the fact that at one point in the game, I think he was completing 40% of his passes. Uh, you have no shot. He's going to have to be special. And and that is possible. Because like I said, I think Spagnuolo is going to try to shut down Christian McCaffrey and and make it go that way. Do you like uh, any lines for Isaiah Pacheco? Yes. For the Kansas City rushing game? Yes, because his have been really low. I don't know if they buoyed back since the beginning of the week, but where they started, I was all the way in. Mm-hmm. I think I got Pacheco rushing yards like 52 and a half at one point. Wow. Yes. We'll do that. Uh, I'm just looking here. There's uh, al- alternate rushing yards. Yes. Those are alternate lines. You get a different. You so start if you getting... go low, you get lesser odds. So you're you're betting 100 to make 50 yes. or, or something like that, going at 40 total yards from yes. Pacheco. I feel so safe with that that it's free money. Plus money comes in at 70. Yeah, that sounds For right. him. And, I, and I'd take it at 70. Plus a hundred, yeah, at seventy plus, yeah, and then of course it goes up 
exponentially from there um, by the tens. If you were thinking he was going to have a 100-yard game, it's like plus 400 odds. It's a lot, though. That's That seems like a lot. <laughs> it is a whole lot. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle Studio. And it is a football Friday here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 is uh, the final football Friday of the season. Super Bowl 58 coming up on Sunday. I mean, what are we going to talk about after uh, next week? Uh, Draftmas. We have uh, we have all the things working. We got big things coming your way. We should have an announcement Monday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about... Um, some plans for this here little little little, little program. Maybe, yes. maybe you see us in a different area code. <laughs> could potentially be a road trip in our future. Um, and you know, we'll we'll have all the other things. We'll have the cleanup. We'll have the the off season power rankings and the uh, free agency free agency do. power rankings. Okay, so and I, all that. All right, thing. <laughs> all right so I, I asked that question poorly. What are we gonna do come May? More specifically, what are you going to do? Because I'm going to be on a beach <laughs> somewhere. Jeremy's going to quit. Just, I'm going to baste myself with butter and cook myself like Kramer from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I looked at my calendar for May, June, and July. I'm gone four full weeks in those three months. And I am so, and I got one in August too. Nice. I'm so excited for it too. So excited. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We'll figure out a way to fill the time. Be Here's plenty of time to talk about baseball or whatever. Here's the thing. You get 100% of my effort, 70% of the time. <laughs> that other 30%, we're surfing about yeah. 30%. Yeah, 60% of the time it works every time. We got it. We got it. Sex Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, big news for the Carolina Panthers. Well, I mean, it's the biggest thing you got going for you right now, and that's the fact that we got a first ballot Hall of Famer. And we've got another one coming next year. Julius Peppers elected to the uh, 2024 class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He headlines a star-studded group with not a single one that I that I can say a bad thing about. I came in this morning and said to Jeremy, isn't this one of the best classes ever? And he goes, there have been some really good classes. Yeah, I was like, I, I feel like you're doing that thing that I just hammer people for doing, which is the latest thing is the greatest thing. It's good. It's Don't a great wrong. class. It, here's my problem with the class, though. It could have been better. Okay. Because I think you might have jumped the jumped the line on a couple of these. Uh, Devin Hester over some uh, guys that 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 should 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 already be in. Okay. I mean, we're still at the point where we're waiting for Tory Holt to get his call. Well, I mean, that's the problem with and that's that, when you have this many receivers. Receivers work in the Hall of Fame the same way that they work in the draft. When you have this many of them, you're gonna wait longer than you should. Mm-hmm. Jared Allen is waiting way longer than I thought he would. I never thought he was. 
I, I always felt like this is exactly how this was going to go. Uh, and Antonio Gates not being first ballot That's dumb. kills me. I, I mean, I don't understand that. Not nary a little bit. He should have been a no doubt first ballot Hall of Famer. And for some reason, he got passed over. I'm a big fan of Devin Hester. Greatest of all time. Never saw another guy return kicks like that. But him before Antonio Gates. That's insane to me. Uh, Antonio Gates is on the Mount Rushmore of tight ends all time. And you basically what you just said is kick returner is more important than tight end. And that is dumb, 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 dumb. Now, if you want to use the case of I can tell the NFL story without mentioning your name, I feel like more times than not, Devin Hester's name is going to come up before Antonio Gates's does. I don't know that I agree with you. Really? What was the moment? What was the play? What was the well, Devin the Hester defining... had one. He had a kicker turn in the, tu- in the Super Bowl. Exactly. What else? To, it, name me the other moment. It was the like fact that he had, what, against, 14 of them? And I got that. That's fine. Dante mm. Hall had a bunch, too. It, but, I mean, that's the thing. Okay, so he's the best kick returner ever. I get that. I don't diminish that in any way. If I said, hey, we should let in Josh Cribs, you would have me committed no or drug test me. Antonio Gates is in line with Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, Kellen Winslow as the greatest tight ends that ever lived. Yes. And you bypassed him. Yes. For a kick returner that was arguably the worst cornerback in the history of the NFL and was a bottom 10% receiver of all time. Okay, then. I saw that come down and I went, somebody's missing. Somebody's missing from the... And it was Antonio Gates. And then I got angry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The rest of the list goes Andre Johnson... He should have been in before this. Elite of the elite. Only, what did I see earlier today? Only three guys in the history of the NFL have ever led the league in receiving back-to-back seasons. It's him, Jerry Rice, and Calvin Johnson. Then you had Patrick Willis, who a, a a lot of people want to make the argument of he didn't last long enough. He had seven impactful seasons in the NFL. And was awesome in all of them. So I have no problems with that one. The senior committee had Randy Gradishar and Steve Mongo McMichael, as we mentioned yesterday. And those are fine. Those are fine. And then there's Dwight Freeney. And, that, and that's the one that I look at and I go, so a Super Bowl. So you're telling me a Super Bowl win is the thing that gets you into the Hall of Fame. Because to me... And I was a big fan of Dwight Freeney, owned one of his jerseys. But he doesn't deserve to be in over Jared Allen to me. Never in his career was Dwight Freeney the best, no doubt, defensive end in the league. And I feel like Jared Allen was for about three years. Mm. I don't know that I can agree with either side of what you just said. <laughs> okay. The, I, I'm not going to lie to you. The, the comp between the two, it's kind of hard for me to understand. What exactly is it? All right, so Dwight Freeney, you just 
he scoots right on through. But Jared Allen didn't. He has more sacks. Mm-hmm. Did the it for only, two teams. Yep. The only thing different is a Super Bowl. And to me, that's dumb. I mean, because I'll be real honest with you. All right, if Dwight Franey's in, John Abraham should be too. Mm-hmm. And Robert Mathis better, better be next. They were the same player. They weren't really. Uh, no, they weren't. Um, I mean, Robert Mathis is really good. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah, but to me, I almost feel like the argument I'm getting ready to make is why you should have left White Freeney out for the other two I just said. Okay, they had each other on each side of them. Who was the best player that ever played on the opposite side of Jared Allen or John Abraham? Uh, it was Sean Ellis for Abraham. I can I can answer that one for you. That was a team I was real fond of. Young Daniil Hunter for Jared Allen. And that was probably only two years. I don't think that even happened. Did they? Jared Allen went out in 2015. Did they not overlap? I don't think Daniel Hunter's that old. Okay. I think he's 30. So that would mean they didn't have a crossover. Okay. It's just, it's a, that that part was a little bizarre to me too. It's just inconsistent, which is something that the, the, the Hall of Fame committee doesn't tend to be. Yeah, and and it feels like a lot of, well, this guy's been waiting longer. And I don't ever, I don't ever like that's that. a baseball argument, and I mm-hmm. hate it. And I right, and I don't ever like that. Dwight Freeney's been on the ballot seven years, mm, six years. Bad. He's been on it longer than Jared, I do believe. Let's see, Freeney. This was his second time. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. He didn't retire until twenty seventeen. Excuse me. Jared Allen retired two see years this, before Dwight Freeney. See, this just doesn't make sense to me. Every level of this doesn't make sense. I'm trying to think of how you could possibly make this happen. How can you, how you can you make this call of Jared Allen over Dwight Freeney? Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking too much. But it just is not making sense to me. Because I was thinking maybe he's been on the shelf longer, and so it was his turn. Well, that's not even the case. Super Bowls matter that much, I guess. It's still the only difference I could find between the two of them. Yeah, because everything else steers to the two we said earlier. Yeah, everything steers to Allen. Everything steers to Antonio over... And and Antonio Gates is the one that I'm angry about. He's the A number one snub on this. Because I thought there was no doubt. No doubt he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, Wow. Okay. All right. Rodney Harrison. Don't like Devin Hester, Rodney Harrison always blows my mind every single year. Do you know how many years he's been on the ballot? I'll say nine. You're too low. It's 11. Wow. 11 years. Mm-hmm. Everybody, <laughs> I still I still feel like all these guys are, are getting in at some point, and they will, but I'm hoping it doesn't come to much longer. Because I look at Dwight Freeney again. Okay, he was the Indianapolis Colt that you put in over Reggie Wayne? Don't make sense Well, Reggie Wayne plays a position that's harder to get in at. Because to me, you can't put Reggie Wayne in without putting Torrey Holt in. That's almost where I feel like they've gotten to with the receiver is, ah, well, you can't let you in without letting you in, and so we're just not going to let any of you in. Red (laughs) C said something about he's afraid that's going to happen to Larry Fitzgerald. If Larry doesn't get in on the first trip... I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm not a protester. That's a time to protest. Picket signs. Nobody cares yes. about your opinion in a protest. But I would understand why you did it there. Mm-hmm. 
that would be worth protesting. But I'm not sure. I'm not more upset about Antonio Gates even than I would be about about Larry Fitzgerald. No, I'm not. I understand where you're coming from. Antonio Gates is one of the five best players that ever played his position in the history of this league. Yes. I cannot say that about Larry Fitzgerald. He's close. He's very close. He's close. He's very close. And, and it's a you, more important position, I get it. I was going to say, if you did it like an all-time hands list, Larry would probably be in the top five of that. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald had more tackles than he had drops. That's still my <laughs> That's favorite stat, stat I've ever heard. That is a great stat. Now, obviously with the class coming in, we have no qualms with any of them. Maybe the timing was off. But what about next year? Next year is going to be a lot of fun because you got a you got another banger of a class coming next year, and the wait only gets longer for some of these other guys. No doubt, because you've got a bunch of dudes that, I mean, Luke Keekley, mm-hmm. Adam Vinatieri, mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs, Marshawn Lynch, Earl Thomas, Joe Staley, and then the one we're going to argue about. I have a funny feeling a lot, Eli Manning. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's getting in on the first. I'm just going to tell you it's coming. I don't care. It's <laughs> that's, like the one, that's the one I want to protest. No, sir. He's got two Super Bowls. I don't care. He beat Tom Brady it's twice. the most useless Super Bowl resume ever. I hate it. <laughs> He's the most mediocre quarterback of all time. Oh, that's not true. Oh, he's close. That's not true. If we said who is the definition of mediocre, actually, I'm not going to lie. It's probably your current quarterback. That was the first name that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for you to tell a lie. I'm waiting. Because Eli's not far off. He was just on good teams. Yeah, he won two Super Bowls, and he had two. You were talking about moments with mm-hmm. Devin Hester. Oh, he had them. Yeah, he had five. He had them. They were no, those five were, were in great. two games, but still, mm-hmm. and and yeah, and they were hundred percent on his wide receivers. But oh, no doubt. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> he was the quarterback of two Super Bowl championship teams. It's the worst one. It's the worst one. I've I I have I have just ugh. Now, I feared this day for a long time. Oh, yeah. And what's going to be funny is when Eli Manning gets in on the first ballot and uh, Luke Keekley doesn't, and I watch blood just pour out of tanks here because it's going to happen. It better not. It's go- who is better, it better, who is better linebacker, Luke Keekley or Patrick Willis? Oh, don't make me yell at you because oh, I will. Oh, It's yeah. Patrick Willis. I don't know about uh, that. Patrick Willis waited three years. I don't know about that. You're, uh, I, listen, Homer. I'll go get you a pink donut, but I'm going to call you Homer Simpson the whole time I do it. Mm-hmm. There's zero doubt. I, and I Patrick love Luke. Willis? We know Luke. Patrick Willis is better than Luke Keekley? No doubt. Patrick Willis, to me, is an all-timer linebacker. They both have the same problem. You mm-hmm. didn't play long enough. Mm-hmm. They would be easy first ballot Hall of Famers if they had played three years longer apiece. And that's how I, you mark my you mark this tape. You mark my words. That's how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Because Luke's in a small market. He's not going to get the push in the room. And you're going to have somebody in that room that goes, we can't leave Eli out. Two-time Super Bowl Hall of Fame, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. We cannot not put him in on the first ballot. Yep. I didn't say I agreed with it. I said it's how it's going to go. 
It's much like uh, and my, being in a Panther market, that will be a fun day. Mm-hmm. It's much like Baker Mayfield being my quarterback. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. They didn't ask my opinion, and I'm just gonna have to live with it because mm-hmm. that's the only. It's, that's how I feel about Eli Manning. He is the supremely mediocre quarterback that lucked into two Super Bowl wins because of his defense and amazing plays from his wide receivers. And I'll agree with uh, with the, the the comment in the chat here from Andreas Pinkney. Uh, if his last name wasn't Manning, we'd be thinking about him completely differently. And yeah, why not? Let's put Joe Flacco in the Hall of Fame I now. Su- oh, he only had he only had one. I don't care. Uh, well, that's he, the he deserves he deserves more credit for his career than Eli Manning does. You know, see that's that's where you lose me. You make a really good argument, and then you finish it with something stupid, and I go, "See, that just invalidated mm-hmm. everything you just said." Because mm-hmm. if you're telling me you'd put Joe Flacco in over Eli Manning, then I'm gonna re-reference my Homer Simpson comment <laughs> because now your hate is shining through, and, and it's fine. becoming really, really, really obvious. And I don't care. Uh, Kelvin Joyner had the ultimate point that we can discuss if somebody's better, but can we discuss? Talk, they're all worthy, a hundred percent. No doubt, they're that's, all worthy. That's where the big change is going to have to happen: is that they're going to start letting more guys in because this is going to get worse every single year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've looked at what the classes look like the next two, three, four years. Good God, I don't know when Tory Holt ever gets in, and I thought he should have been a first ballot guy. So at some point, Roger Goodell is going to have to go. Okay. I know we've done this this way for a while. We had that little catch-up class, which somehow is the worst class that we've had in the last 20 years. I went back mm-hmm. and looked at this earlier. It still didn't still didn't catch up. No. You're either going to have to do that every five years, or you're going to start letting in three extra dudes a year. Because you're going to get to a point where you're looking at a guy like Luke Keekley That should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And he ain't going to have the sport in the room, and he's not going to make it. Because you're not going to have a Panther in there that's beating the drum for him, which is what you need. Look at who votes on this. Look at the teams that all of a sudden started getting players in. I pull for one of them. It's not ironic that mm-hmm. every jet that's gone up there has just screamed through the process. Hmm, weird. wonder if that means they've got somebody advocating for them in the room. Nah, I'm sure it's a coincidence. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Tech. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. It is ESPN Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy. And uh, we are 
We are back. Last night was the NFL honors, all of the awards given out for the season that was. And what was your big well, takeaway? That not MVP. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Oh, my big takeaway was uh, they, they 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 did all right with the comeback player of the year, but they still got it wrong. Who was it supposed to Baker be? Baker Mayfield. You're. You make me angry sometimes. <laughs> Joe Flacco went from his couch to to playoff starter. Yep. They got it right. That was my takeaway. Mm-hmm. I want to commend you for not just giving it to DeMar Hamlin. I get it. I, I, I totally get it. And if you want to name a man of the year award after him, awesome. Go for it. He's not the comeback player of the year because he didn't really come back. He played on special teams. That's not what the award is meant for. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? The Major League Baseball and the NBA, they would have given that to Mar Hamlin. Fact or fiction? Yes. No doubt. And like I said, he deserves an, an honor. It's just not that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joe Flacco came out of nowhere. Won, uh, what, what was it, six games? Yes. With Cleveland Browns, led them to the playoffs. I'm also not going to lie to you. Oh. I might have put a, not a sizable wager, but enough. On Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. right when that really started to get hot, because I went, this is the NFL. Facts don't care about your feelings. We don't care about your feelings. Yep. We do not do things just for platitudes. Uh, Red Sea says he was shocked that it wasn't Ham- Hamlin, uh, but he's very happy that it wasn't. I, I'm exactly the same way. I mean, we, we knew this was going to happen. We said at the beginning of the season, if he makes the roster, he's going to be the player of the year and he was the favorite up until he wasn't up until joe falco came in was able to stabilize things offensively for 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 the cleveland browns um but yeah no i you know, i would have been with the 10 people voting for baker mayfield for come comeback player of the year he played the entire season and had a damn good year he had a fine year but he's Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really all that different from what he had been. Listen to the name of the award. Come back. Joe Flacco, come back from the couch. Uh-huh. Baker Mayfield, come back from suckitude to <laughs> slightly less suckitude. <laughs> Which is... I'd rather have been DeMar Hamlin than been Baker Mayfield. Of course you would have. It's, it's not a Baker bias. If you look at the stats, he was the same guy. Just so heavy played the god-awful division. Mm-hmm. I get your feelings. LAB made it the NFC divisional round. Well, somebody had to, okay? They don't <laughs> let two AFC teams in just because all you suck so bad. I heard this argument. And I'm not going to lie. I was, I, as I was reading it on Twitter, I'm like, that's dumb. Nobody actually believes that. <laughs> that's dumb. Nobody actually believes that. Oh, God, there's way too many of these. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. And then I immediately thought of you, and I went, he's going to try to sell me on this. And I was right. I'll let try to sell you on nothing. We Show both have our opinions, and it's just one of them go. is right and one of them is wrong. Mm-hmm. One of them came from the couch. The the New York Jets looked at Joe Flacco and went, "You're not good enough to be on our roster." He was the right call, mm-hmm. and I am so glad I got that when I did because that number ballooned about I'll say five days. I think they played one more game. I'm pretty sure I did that. You asked me that like a thursday mm-hmm. and i saw that number and i literally sat over here and went 
<laughs> Locked it in. Uh, and I just have to ask your takeaway, because uh, Kelvin Joyner thinks Puka Nakua should have been the rookie of the year. I can't get uh, down. No, I can't get down. No, together. not a chance. CJ Stroud got MVP votes, mm-hmm. and he deserved them. Yes. Look, any Puka other got, year, and and I here's where I could have fallen into that. And look, I know this falls completely out of my character. I get it. You could have split the award. This is a year that you could have gone. We have co MVPs because Puka Nakua just had the best receiver year in the history of rookie wide receivers, and CJ Stroud got MVP votes mm-hmm. with a horrific historical roster historical franchise he just took this franchise from the depths of the abyss you had to give it to cj of course you did he's a quarterback now will anderson on the other hand i did not see that coming did you oh yeah i thought i told you six weeks ago that they were going to do the same thing y'all did and they were going to win you should start betting more than because jalen carter and devin witherspoon had better odds to win that did they really and that and it never stopped yeah, I never, I never believed, um, I never believed that was going to go any other way because the change was so great in that franchise. That has to matter. It doesn't just come down to stats and who was breaking a record and all of that. I mean, that's all well and good, and that's all cute. Any other year, you could have won it. Sam Laporta, same thing. Mm-hmm. Any other year, you could have won it. Absolutely. The problem is, you had a quarterback come in that changed a franchise's culture and I guess immediately I, I guess that's my problem with will anderson is in terms of yes he was really good but in terms of pieces that you credit with houston's transformation mm-hmm. where does he fall in and why is it five? Oh, because cj stroud and domingo ryan's are one two and it ain't even oh, well, kinda close. i wouldn't i wouldn't consider in coaches too but I, was oh, well, I mean, Casario was going to be my three. C.J. Stroud's one, as far as players are concerned. Will Anderson is two to me. Oh, if you're talking about, I mean, that's fine. But he would have been in that organization. He's four or five to me because I don't think you can put him ahead of Casario either. Mm-hmm. He drafted all these guys. Mm-hmm. We thought he was a moron. Then all of a sudden, they all hit at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, it was a great stroke of genius. Because to me, Will Anderson kind of falls in right ahead of Devin Singletary. And I know that sounds weird because he's a running back and I diminish running backs. Mm-hmm. Go back and look how much he changed that offense. I got to give the fantasy footballer guys credit on that one. Right. They dug into the tape and they said if they if they ever give the full workload to Devin Singletary, but do you give look the, out. Do you give the nod to the receivers over him? <laughs> Tank Dale, Noah Brown, the role that they played in emerging De- with cj stroud depends can i take them as a collection or do i have to go individually no you have to go individually and if i have to go individually then no okay, because there's four of you all right. and you all had varying degree because <laughs> dalton schultz would fall into that too mm-hmm. and i guess that's the thing is i've got so much credit to go around that it almost takes the shine off of will anderson mm-hmm. because i'm propping everybody else up too and i'm just looking at Jalen carter going he was indefensible and devin weatherspoon was an absolute animal and i i didn't was see it that. all season yeah was it yeah okay because i know he had a couple of big games but and, was it was it consistent because i felt oh, like no, pretty no. much it every game consistent. it was holy cow will will anderson is just next level he was very good but i never saw it that way no. and i still don't see it that way okay i mean he had seven sags you know who else had that 
uh, three guys for the New York Jets. <laughs> Put it this way. Will McDonald had four, if that tells you anything. Yeah. And he but, played 191 snaps. But, 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 but Will's the guy. He's the focal point of that team. There's nothing else to really thread, is there? Mm, I don't agree with that as much. I mean, look, I want to add pieces, uh-huh. but I, I feel like Sheldon Rankins, Jonathan Grenard, a lot of those guys really get – they had a role in this too. Yes. And I'm not trying to diminish Will Anderson. I hope that's not how this is coming off. I was just with the gamblers here of if we're going tape for tape, who was the best rookie? It was Jalen Carter and Devin Wilson. Mm-hmm. Will was great. Texans were a great story. Understand what you did there. Yeah, second time in three years. Ah, rookie, rookie. Yeah. Yep. But I think it was a little disingenuous. You're in the sportsocracy, the CSP, Anna Asheville. We'll continue uh, our reaction to the NFL awards. Plus, we got plenty more analysis of the big game and picks on the way next. All right, people, it's Valentine's Day. Everything has to be perfect. Yes, sir. At Ingalls, we know that not every Valentine's Day is four-star perfection with string quartets and swanky restaurants. My boyfriend bought me flowers. That it's not the money you spend or the elaborate lengths you go to. Happy Valentine's Day! It just has to come from the heart. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops the best season of the year is here tailgate season monster brewing presents this season's mvp the beast unleashed with four bold familiar flavors with zero caffeine and zero sugar beast unleashed is your new pre-game ritual with white haze mean green peach perfect and scary berries there's a flavor for every fan the beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Vegas is a weird place to begin with. And you start putting the richest people in the world in there all at one time. Everybody on the same weekend going to Vegas. Throw in a Republican convention or two, and you're just, it's just a madhouse all over Las Vegas. Yeah, the only thing I can tell you, the motto of that weekend, some things are going where they're not supposed to. (laughs) There's going to be some weird stuff happen. Uh, And if you, if, if, in case you missed this the other day, um, We've already had somebody climb the sphere. Some dude scaled the sphere during broad daylight the other day. Just climbed up barehanded. Apparently this guy's a TikToker and he was doing it. Protest. Oh, it was a protest? protest. So I was already here and as soon as you said protest, all I could think about was Man, that'd have been a great time for for Nitro from American Gladiators. <laughs> right. 
just a tennis ball coming at about 200 miles an hour. Mason Deschamps, he is, uh, he's apparently done this a few times where he will, uh, you know, break the law, do it for the, do it for the gram so you can get, uh, everybody don't do that onto his side don't of the, uh, of the aisle here. Um, yeah, you say things like that, and they immediately go out of style. They apparently uh, are referring to him, or he is referred to as the official pro-life Spider-Man because he likes to climb on things. Because he's anti-abortion? Yes. Is that, is that what that means? Yes. Yes. Okay. So pro-life my, Spider-Man. Yeah, my opinions on these things mean absolutely nothing. Um, you're climbing a sphere to get me to come to your side of an aisle. You remember that thing I just said about Nitro? As soon as he got to the top, just one right between, boom! Booped it. Oh, <laughs> shit, Eric. Oh, oh, no. oh, he no. was charged, though. What would you What would you think he'd be charged with? Uh, public stupidity. That's, I mean, that's I'm telling you right now, that should be a charge. And when I become, If I am ever elected to legal office, I will make that a crime. Public dumbassery. Yeah. That, boom. That is a good one. However, he was charged by the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department with one count of felony destruction of personal property and conspiracy to destroy property. As far as I can tell, he didn't destroy anything. He just just climbed it. Now, I would charge you with wasting taxpayer dollars or something, you know, uh, uh, something against the public trust or something. I don't know what we could do, you know, obtaining property by false pretenses or something to pay to get him down. Because they had to send somebody up there to get him, I'm sure. See, in my America, we ain't sending nobody to get him. (laughs) You got up there, you figure your own way down there, (laughs) spider boy. Listen here, Peter Parker. You think you're so damn smart? How about you figure out how to get down from there? Yep. Yep. Long way to the ground there, Puddin'. It's just, that's another one of those things I'm surprised he didn't fall. I guess when you're on it, it probably doesn't look that bad. Have you ever noticed that we never never hear stories like that? Like somebody tried to scale the sphere and they fell 200 feet to their death? That's never how these stories go. Not saying that I want it to go that way. But that's never how the story goes. I paused for dramatic effect. Eh. Not because I was saying that was what I was looking for. Sometimes that is how this goes. I mean, how many stories have we had about people trying to take selfies on the top of Niagara Falls or the Empire State Yeah, but that's never like they were making some protester statement of they climbed the top of the sphere with a sign that says, I'm pro-life. I want to climb a ladder beside the sphere that just says... Nobody cares. <laughs> Stephen Dow said when Tank says for the gram, it makes me think it's for grandma. Might be. Because mm-hmm. if Tank's doing it, it might be for the grams. My story is about the state of Washington. It's, a, it's apparently an interesting place. How many strip clubs do you think there are in the entire state of Washington? Uh, 7,000. Uh, wow. Uh, you have... In the history of me asking you those questions, you have never missed one of these words. <laughs> it's 11. Are you kidding there me? There are 11 strip clubs. There are 11 within the sound of my voice right now. And there is, and, and trust me, you could power rank them, and you get to the bottom of that list, and you're going to need a bang bang and a nightstick and maybe a stab stab because 
not places you want to be when the buffet goes away and the sun goes down. 11 in the entire state? 11 in the entire state. Well, the the performers in those clubs, they're coming together. And they're trying to, to form a, a labor union because they want a stripper bill of rights. Good for them. They're trying to get it through the Washington State Legislature. And what they're after is they want a security guard at each club. Which Do should you be not a given. have that already? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying I've been to a lot of these establishments. I have. But I've never seen one that doesn't have like seven security guards. The One of the ones in Asheville, I swear to God, has Ric Flair's brother. Dude looks exactly like Ric Flair. Anyway, they also want keypad codes to enter dressing rooms, training for employees on preventing sexual harassment, and procedures if a customer is violent. They also want training on how to de-escalate conflict between dancers, employees, and customers, and signs stating that dancers are not required to hand over tips. None of that sounds out of the out of the ordinary. I, I, I don't understand why that's not. I don't. Yeah, this should have been in place already. They also want a cap uh, at one fifty a night for what it costs to work a shift because mm-hmm. that's how that works. Okay, it's almost like booth rent. You know, if, your barber has to pay booth rent. Whoever owns their shop, you pay X amount a day, a week, or a the month. girls play, pay for their spot. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. And it can range. According to this story, it could get as high as three hundred dollars a night. Hmm. And that's copious amount for just being the building so i mean i don't see it i would just like to add a few things okay uh i would like to cap the number of times that you play pour some sugar on me in a night (laughs) only one acdc song an hour um only one girl working per night can be named after a spice in your spice rack so no cinnamon tarragon parsley none none of that all right love tarragon and we need to unify (laughs) that the dj stop talking with that really sweet voice on the main stage stop that no it comes that comes with the venue no it doesn't oh yeah you know what that venue has boobs that's enough (laughs) I, i don't need dj moron over here now the man's shut up <laughs> sorry how many times have you been that guy uh i've never never once are you serious okay that's and not your, true i was gonna say all your that's times of djing i've never been paid to do it you've never dj'd in a i've club. never been paid to do it i have twice taken over a dj booth once kind of by force why am i not shocked once by request. <laughs> Once by request. That's a great who, story. Who requested? Uh, I don't know that I'm at liberty to discuss that. Oh. I'll put it to you this way. That happened with somebody that is, uh, I am not a celebrity, and they are not not a celebrity. Hmm. So. Sounds like an interesting story. It's a, it's a story that would probably be in my book that will be published 15 minutes after my death. Oh, It'll be yes. a New York, I will be the first posthumous New York Times bestseller. <laughs> and there are going to be some people that are real mad at me. Is this stories from your space safe space? Is that, are you going to call your book that too? Oh, that's good. Because my safe space is a casket. Can't be mad at me if I'm dead. Mm-hmm. That is that is the most brilliant marketing thing you've ever said. 
Almost makes me forgive you for how stupid your Baker Mayfield take was. <laughs> <laughs> Play a full season, Joe. What's wrong with well, you? That's okay. He did Jeez. more than six games than Baker Mayfield did in 16. Stop that. Stop it. Ask yourself this question. If uh-huh. Kyle Trask was your quarterback, what actually changes? Oh, they'd have been much worse. Much worse. I'm yeah. not so cute. Mm-hmm. They would not have won that division with Kyle Trask. Mm. I say again. Because <laughs> P.J. Walker looked like he was – P.J. Walker at times looked like he was going full double agent for whatever team they were playing. The Bengals paid me $100,000 to just typhoon us into the river. Interception number three. And then here comes Jeff Flacco, four, four bills a night. Broke a Browns record for most receiving yards by a receiver. But that there's another award that we haven't talked about, and I feel like we need to. Got to take a break, pay some bills to give this 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 discussion the latitude it requires. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Cinnamon on the main stage. The Ingles 2024 Southern Conference Downtown Dribble and Kids Fest presented by Champion Credit Union will be held Saturday, March 9th, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Roger McGuire Green at Pack Square Park. The Downtown Dribble will feature interactive games, inflatables, pep bands, cheerleaders, and a parade. Each participant will receive a basketball, Downtown Dribble t-shirt, and a ticket to the noon session quarterfinal basketball games. Check-in will begin at 9.30 a.m. at Roger McGuire Green. To register, visit downtowndribble.eventbrite.com. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or Clarissa Sells WNC at gmail.com. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pregaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, peach perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. It is ESPN Asheville back on a football Friday. NFL honors were last night. Joe Flacco gets the Comeback Player of the Year award. You had the Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year belonging to the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Christian McCaffrey got the Offensive Player of the Year award. Miles Garrett got the Defensive Player of the Year award. What am I missing? Uh, as the AP called him this morning, uh, Steven Stefanski got the Coach of the Year award, which I thought was great. You're supposed to be the authority here. <laughs> Kevin Stefanski winning the Coach of the Year award. And then the unanimous, almost, MVP, Lamar Jackson. Why are people so upset about this? It's a regular season award, okay? This is the way it is. We do this every single year. It wasn't even close. There was one vote 
one first place vote mm-hmm. that went to somebody not named Lamar Jackson. Yes. Get, care to take a stab at who that was? Was it Dak Prescott who finished second? No. No. Was it Christian McCaffrey who finished third? No. Nope. No. Was it Brock Purdy who finished fourth? No, sir. No. It was Josh Allen. Which now, I'll be honest with you, I get it. I don't. Why? <laughs> I just don't know how you can look at at Josh Allen and say that he was that much better than Lamar Jackson, I guess. Because that's not the that that's not the question they asked. Mm-hmm. They asked most valuable player. Let me ask you a question. If Lamar Jackson disappeared from the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. and Tyler Huntley was the starter, what did they become? Nine and eight? Maybe eight and nine. If that, yeah. If Josh Allen disappears from the Buffalo Bills and you've got Matt Barkley or or Case Keenum, whoever was backing him up, I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. What happens to the Buffalo Bills? They're irrelevant. Okay, that's that's how whoever that was got there. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I agreed with it. I said I understand how you got there. What I don't understand is the people, Dak Prescott. Okay, it's Cooper Rush. How does this team change in any way? Oh, wait, they don't. Because I've I've actually already seen that. And were they the best team in the NFL? No, they were fine. They were all right. They were fine. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, uh, if if it was Sam Darnold, do you really think there's that much of a difference? Because I'll go ahead and tell you, I don't. Christian McCaffrey, same thing. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's quarterback award. Sorry, that's the way it works. Yes. I'll be honest with you, my ballot would have been real, real simple. I'd have had, uh, because what, you vote for five? Mm-hmm. I'd have had Lamar Jackson one. Josh Allen, two. Pat Mahomes, three. C.J. Stroud, four. Matthew Stafford, five. Done. Send that bad boy off. Mm -hmm. I'd have had one vote. Lamar Jackson. That's it. Oh, you wouldn't even fill out the other four? Fill it out. Just just Lamar. Can I vote for Lamar Jackson five times? Would you have gone Dave Chappelle, Dylon? Just (laughs) Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Lamar, 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 Baker. And then then it's all... (laughs) I just want to see how far I can get his eyes to roll back in his head. Well, that time I saw my brain, so I think that's (laughs) about as far as it gets. He's getting close. Uh, Now, to me, it was Lamar. I was, I mean, I was a little surprised when I saw that he wasn't the unanimous selection. And I was, I was, I was kind of surprised surprised. I was real surprised that the the one vote did go to Josh Allen. That shocks me. We talked about this. Of Josh Allen is willing this team to victory. I I had no qualm with it. Yeah, I mean, look, the right guy won. I saw no a bunch doubt. of people upset that Lamar Jackson won it. I do not understand how you got there because they're number chasers. They're number chasers that look at it and go, "He threw for what was it, twenty five touchdowns or something? Had twelve interceptions somewhere in that neighborhood? I don't even know that he got that far." The numbers weren't great, and you, when you think he MVP, threw for twenty four and had seven interceptions. Oh, I thought he had more interceptions Mm-mm. than that. Maybe it's total turnovers. Maybe he had some fumbles in there. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that the turnovers were in double digits. But anyway, when people think MVP, they think numbers. The casual fan. We've talked about this time and time again, how the numbers really don't matter all that much. Okay, but that's so, what who, people are so chasing. who is that guy? Uh, are we looking at Dak Prescott? I guess. Would be because like, over- Tua Tagovailoa led the league in yards. If you thought he was the MVP, I'm gonna. Uh, you should stop smoking crack at least in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Goff was too. Uh, really? Tua had 14 picks. Jared Goff had 12. 
Prescott had nine. Josh Allen had 18. And Brock Purdy had 11. Mm-hmm. Pl- please explain to me how this is not Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he played one less game than practically every guy I just said, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't, know I, I don't understand the argument. It's. I mean, it's just a bias. We all have our biases, and no there's doubt. and there are some people that will just like me with Eli Manning. I. I mean, he is what he is. You can't argue with the fact that Lamar Jackson is a two-time MVP now, and mm-hmm. I can't argue. And he with deserved the fact, it both times. Yeah, and I can't argue with the fact that Eli Manning was a two-time Super Bowl champion. Because yeah, those are facts. And they facts don't care are about facts. Your right. Exactly. They don't care about your feelings. You can you can think Lamar Jackson's not a good quarterback all you want to, or that his he's not the 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 best player in the league, or he's not the best quarterback in the league, or whatever. Well, here's the thing: we don't have an award for who's the best quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. If we did, Pat Mahomes would win it every single year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably rename it the Pat Mahomes Award because Tom Brady would have been bouncing back and forth with Peyton Manning, and uh, Pat's bouncing back and forth with nobody, baby. That's not the award. Listen to what we're telling you. Stop mm-hmm. putting words in our mouth. Mm-hmm. The problem that I feel like people have is that they look at Lamar Jackson the same way a lot of us look at Brock Purdy. Well, he's not the best player. Again, didn't say he was. So he's the most valuable. Mm-hmm. That entire team is built around him. They go as he goes. That's why they crashed into the ocean in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. he had a bad game. He just so happened to choose a bad day to have a bad day. Doesn't change the fact that for 17 weeks he was the most valuable player in this league, and, and to me it wasn't even close. And that's, that's, it was him, Josh Allen, and everybody else. That's why every season has fallen apart for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Every season has fallen apart because of Lamar Jackson. The previous two years it was because he got hurt. This past year he didn't have a great game, and they got snuck up on in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson has officially hit the spot for me where I'm almost low-key rooting for him just because at this point the haters are so out of their minds to me mm-hmm. that it's funny. And I want to hear the excuse when he does win a Super Bowl of, okay, what are you going to complain about now? And maybe that makes me petty, but I am thinking about getting a 43 tattooed on my back and calling myself Richard Petty, so it's not really out of character. <laughs> You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. We are back at the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy is heard everywhere You're on the iHeartRadio app. You can see us live in the Ingalls studio on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat for this final hour on our final football Friday. There it is. There it is. You had one job. Uh, well, I was. <laughs> I actually got a lot of jobs. Yes, yes. Especially at the top of the hour to got make the make the screen got function. Going. Got a lot going today. Uh, Daily draft is on the way, and and it's Super Bowl party themed once again. Oh, but I have a, I have a little swerve that I didn't tell him about. Yeah, this is this should this should be fun. So, what's the swerve? The swerve is that you have to build the ultimate Super Bowl party for everyone. Which means you have to rope in your wife oh. and your children. Oh, I don't shoot. 
<laughs> Any good party is not going to include so, those people. Uh, <laughs> and Tangle be sleeping on my couch for the foreseeable f- future or spooning with Brian Haynes. <laughs> so in prep of this, we do this every year. I searched Ultimate Super Bowl Party, and I got an article from the Pioneer Woman, which I didn't know that was a website. I didn't see what the website was. I just yes. clicked on the first result. Yes. And it said 40 things you can do for the best Super Bowl party. And would you like to take a guess what number one was? Um, nachos. No. Hand out friendship bracelets. Oh, stop. Isn't that cute? Oh, and then I, and as I saw that, I started conspiring of going, you know, not everybody is as into football as we are. And we did that last year of we got nachos, we got beer, and we're going to hit each other with stuff. All right, that works for us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I think you're going to have a. So we're trying to plan the family friendly. Yeah, you just for party. everybody, not necessarily family friendly, because nothing I do is going to be family friendly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not an area thing. Okay. Okay. But it did make me laugh. Hand out friendship. If you hand me a friendship bracelet when I walk into a Super Bowl party, I will be watching that game anywhere, but right there. <laughs> So we were talking with uh, Ray Stajic, the weatherman from the Weather Channel this morning on 570, and he was, so apparently his his wife and daughter have planned a Super Bowl party, and apparently they're all Swifties. And so every food that is coming to the party has some kind of a tie-in with one of her songs or something, like uh, bringing a red Wait, velvet Ray cake. Stajic told you this? Yes. yes. He planned that? He's His wife planned it. But he's all about it because apparently he's a Swifty too. Apparently he's a fan, mm-hmm. and I, you know, there's a little judgment in there. But you do you. Jeremy likes bad music too, so you can you can like Taylor Swift if true. you like. I don't like bad music. I love mm-hmm. good music. Mm-hmm. Best band of the mm-hmm. uh, of the 20th century. Yeah, coming to town. Can't wait. I'm gonna see him twice next year or this year actually. <laughs> Creed, see him in Nashville. Mm-hmm. See Scott Stapp in Nashville. Let's go. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. So what's what, what's what's the cat? We have categories that we're picking from here. You just got to build the ultimate party. There are no categories. Just, but if you leave something out, you don't have it. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you the first pick because I'm a gracious man. Oh, well, wonderful. I believe you're about to see how differently Tank and I plan parties. I guess. Um, so food-wise, I guess, is where we have to start. Man, I don't think it is. But you do you. <laughs> uh, and um, I'm going to start with chicken wings. That's that's the number one for any party. Any age. You're all not, can partake. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though you have committed just a horrible, horrible boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going cold beers and cocktail bar, which means Tank's got a dry party. Ah! Nope, that's cheating. You can't do that. Eh, it's not. It's my game. Hard for me to cheat the game I created. 
been doing this since I was six years old, playing Street Fighter, not telling my parents how to. Who shocked that he went? Hey, we're gonna build a party for everybody, but we gotta have all the alcohol so we can get them drunk in front of the kids. Well, here's the thing: if you got kids and you don't have booze, gonna be a long night. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I mean, I'm not saying everybody's got to go full, uh, you know, Gary Busey point three six here. Mm-hmm. If you don't at least have something to take the edge off, old little Johnny is going to be perturbing you by the end. Nice. All right. So you got the beer and the cocktails. Boom. Good for you. I did that so on purpose because I knew he was going to do it. <laughs> and I told him twice, if you don't take it, you're not going to have it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's fine. No booze for Tank. It's not true. There's Pepsi's all kinds of booze for you. Oh, were you going to be drinking corn liquor out of the bathtub? <laughs> oh, wait a Better minute. party than yours wait, already. Wait, wait. So wait, you're you're diminishing me for getting drunk for the kids, and now you're home brewing in your bathtub with popcorn sutton? That is maddeningly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a nice flex, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. All right, so was that two picks for you? Yeah. Oh, so he's going beer and the cocktail bar. So he's got all of the things. Yeah, I got I got a full service of boozes. Awesome. You know what that else, you know what else that does? Uh, it means that my food doesn't really matter that much because you're probably not going to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said beers and cocktails, uh, and Ubers are provided, so mm-hmm. you don't have to take Ubers. Mm-hmm. Don't want to, don't want the drunken zombies from my party walking home. Uh, you said beers and cocktails, so <laughs> I'm, I guess I'll take the wine. <laughs> in the chat, I gotta have I gotta have alcohol of some in, kind. In the chat, they're trying to get you to take the crimes. You can't take crimes, although those crimes should be legal in the state. Mm-hmm. Okay, learn mm-hmm. a book. Mm-hmm. I think you had the next governor of the state on your show earlier this morning. <laughs> you know what you should tell him? I don't even do it, but you know how much money you can make off that. I mean. <laughs> Just makes fiduciary sense, and that gave me a reason to use the word fiduciary. Kelvin Joyner says Tank counters with a flask in his jacket pocket. That's enough for him. and Would be something I would do. At least one other person. All right. um, All right, so you started wine, chicken wings. I'll take take the wine and boo. I'm going nachos. Awesome. Because I wasn't going to. Yeah. I'm not a big what nacho guy. What else are you having at your party? Oh, uh, pizza barbecue. Ow. Pizza and barbecue. Yeah. Got the sandwich, got the pizza, and tanks in trouble. Really? You got wine. I I for a I, I think you could set a glass of wine down on my desk and put a hundred dollar bill underneath it and I would go nope. <laughs> Why? That's headache juice, there, boys and girls, and daddy don't do that because mm-hmm. I don't know how to have one, and that leads to a heck of a headache. I was gonna say, but but it's the sugar that causes the the headaches, the hangover. Not true, isn't it? No. Well, I mean oh. that doesn't help. I was gonna say, how do you do that and and, and and avoid the hangovers drinking straight cinnamon syrup. Um, well. Because that stuff has about 800 grams of sugar in one shot. Well, in the in the words of a cinematic legend, because I'm a warrior, Tank. I'm just trying to figure out. Even... 
Wine will give you a headache. Yeah, it's the tannins. I don't know. <laughs> the tannins do something to my head. Just something seems inconsistent about that. Like, ah, no, that's okay. I don't want the wine. It's the tannins. But I'll take the crack cocaine. Let's do that. <laughs> no. They were trying to get you to do crimes. You didn't do it, neither did I. We live by a very simple philosophy. No crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Good Lord. All right, you went pizza, barbecue, then I'll go. Boom. I'll go burgers. Um, I'm still stuck on you took nachos. I think that is the most overrated food. It's not. It's I, the best of all all the foods, in my opinion. Because nachos to me still falls, or or, or the category would still fall for me in the like the seven layer dip category. Basically, if it comes with a tortilla chip, should, it's a nacho. I should have left this alone because I was going to take chips and dip with my next pick. Mm-hmm. And then I was really going to take a victory lap and go, I got one of your picks that you took real high, and my chips are not bendy. <laughs> I still got crispy chips. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and then... They're really trying to get you to draft crimes. <laughs> I mean, this is the most Asheville draft ever because they really want Tank to take crimes. <laughs> oh, man. You can't do that, Right. The children are in the room. They can't know what's at the party. Please think of the children. (laughs) It's an unspoken rule. They can't know. See, I feel like I had an advantage here because nobody's bringing to a a child to a party hosted by me. (laughs) No, not a chance. Uh, Hey, are we going to, uh, where are we going for the, for the party? Hey, we're going to Jeremy's house. Oh yeah. Kids need a boy, a place to stay. Yeah. We need a babysitter for the children. (laughs) Because there will, without a doubt, be something there that children do not need to see under Mm -hmm. any circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't call me Hick Flair for no reason. Just throwing that out there. Final, final selection here. Um, at the party, I need, I need a room. I need, I need an extra room for the children to go to. Oh, are you going bouncy house? So that's a great idea. Bouncy house. You're going, but so you do realize that that only works for children that aren't either really large or are eight or younger. Because if not, basically you just put yeah, a little at house. At that point, of, they can just sit with their phone somewhere and they're fine. See, like, and that's my point is that the kids are going to be sitting off with their phone anyway. I don't have to entertain them. <laughs> Give them a phone and a Wi-Fi connection. Done. Sure, why not? I'll go bouncy house. That kid's going to have a phone crammed so f- into his face that the place could set on fire. He's not going to know it. All right, so you went bouncy house. I'm still stuck on that. In my head, that just turned into a fight club. Outside with a very large child that's it turned that into Thunderdome. <laughs> well, see, the dads are going to be watching the game, and we're all stuck drinking the wine. So yeah. it, it's it's going to be sweet wine, too. So we're probably all going to take it too far. And by halftime, we'll miss Usher because we'll be out at the bouncy house, probably either one trying to kill each other or betting on which child is going to win the, the, the battle royale. <laughs> I, I it's feel- entertainment for the children and the dads all at the same time. I, uh, yeah, and I feel like I, at this point, could just take the Washington Stripper Glitter Convention and I, I won this. It's not what I'm going to take. It's a family show. Mm-hmm. But just want to know that it, if we had an undrafted free agent, it probably would have been taken. <laughs> I need something to snack on. 
I need a snack because I got barbecue and pizza, which is really heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could so cheat right here. Neither one of us took a venue. Yeah. Doing it in a bar. That way I don't have to clean up. <laughs> Woohoo! And there's a kitchen. And that's how you cheat. Boom! <laughs> and that's Dirtiest how, player in the game. Not only, and that's how you cheat and lose all at the same time. <laughs> I don't think it did. Oh, I, I believe you did. did. I don't think it did because the ultimate place for you to be this Super Bowl Sunday is at the Village Porch with us, mm-hmm. 51 North Merriman Avenue. You can have the chilies. You can have the 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 sandwiches, the all the nice bar accompaniment along with bud pitchers and bud buckets and domestic lights and fireball for all. <laughs> fireball for all. I mean, I'm not buying it. I was going to say, are you buying? No. Don't make that promise because no. somebody will show up. Oh, I was promised fireball. No, I'm not buying anything. I mean, I, I will drink them with you. I will happily do a cheers. If you're a fan of this show that's never met us in person, feel free to show up. I, and I might buy you a domestic light or a, or a fireball or a ginger ale if that's mm-hmm. more your speed. Totally up to you. You don't have to be a drinker to be our friends. Helps, but don't have to. Uh, yep. 51 North Merriman Avenue, the village porch. Join us for the big game. They will have, uh, all kinds of specials. They'll have uh, drink, uh, or team, fla- team themed cocktails. There you go. You're really trying to get the word flavored into something. I was, and I don't flavored. know why, because it's not flavored like the team, because that would be disgusting. Kelvin Joyner said, all we learned was that partying by the rules is boring. I don't think I partied by the rules. Tank did, and he wound up with wine in a bouncy house. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 That That's again. Jeremy read the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People when he was a child. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, you can really tell that he paid attention to the wants and the needs of the children that he's inviting to the party. No, I, I have a strong Wi-Fi connection. Those children will be buried in their tablets because they don't care about football or anything we have to do. <laughs> So I'm going to put them in a booth and you sit there and watch Veggie Tales or Dora the Explorer, whatever it is you do. I don't, I don't know. All right. You're in the sportsocracy and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store.
type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or ClarissaSellsWNC at gmail.com. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, ain't God? It is ESPN Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy. Big game coming up on Sunday. Super Bowl 58. Are you are you excited for the halftime show? Uh no. This is the this is probably the first time in in a few years where I've been like, yeah, I can just skip it. There's nothing about Usher. Really? There's nothing about Usher that makes me feel no, warm and fuzzy. That's not really the part of what you just said that shocked me. Yep. This is the first year in a handful that you could just skip so. it? I think so, yeah. yeah. Rihanna didn't do much for me last year. Oh, I was all about it. Sorely disappointed when she showed up pregnant. I didn't know she was pregnant. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to get to see a show, you know, like we got with the, you know. At Sports Tank ESPN. Just saying. I, I just, I feel like, I feel like it's a three-year cycle. Like, this is just how this You just have goes. to have a crappy one every three years? You got to have a crappy one every few years. All right, so you got Usher this year. You had Rihanna last year. Then you had the ultimate one. Mm-hmm. Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Best one of my lifetime. Uh, the only one even close to me was Prince. Mm-hmm. Well, year before that, you had The weekend. <laughs> Wasn't that the one where they, they the camera followed him around and everybody had like epilepsy? Yeah, it was the mirror Ugh, backstage awful. awful awfulness. Year before that, Shakira and J Lo. That's the one. That one was That's the one. As a red blooded American man, Winter. I will tell you words of our former president Bill Clinton, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I mm. watched it. Hillary was angry. <laughs> she hit me in the head with a pot, but it was worth it. Uh huh. Maroon 5, no, not for me. Justin Timberlake, I actually like that one. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, that was fine. That was awesome. It was fine. I, that was one of the best ones. But then you had Coldplay. Hey, we got to get Coldplay in there. And this is just it's what we do. It's, it, it, like, why can it not just be good every year? We could have a good act every year. The good thing is that we haven't had a, a group of geriatrics in quite some time. Well, uh, Madonna, I believe, was our last group of geriatrics, and that was in a sweet little uh, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, The Who, Madonna run. That was in a five-year period with the Black Eyed Peas and Usher in the middle. I'd, I'd, when they announced it and they said, Usher for the halftime show. I went, has he done anything since Lil Jon? My first thought was, how'd you get there? Like, I don't understand how you got to that. Mm-mm. Nope. Because that ain't doing e- much for me. No, that's that's not even one that I go, yeah, living the glory days. Kelvin Joyner said, Jeremy Creed won't play the halftime show. Stop hoping. You know what? We have next year. This is the year of Creed, and I feel like 2025 would be a great time for uh, the Creed Super Bowl halftime show. Would I'd you be see Usher? I would, that's the question I was about to ask you. Would you be happier with Creed or Usher? 
I'd be happier with Dolly Parton. <laughs> that's, I would be, oh, ooh, bands I would rather see at the halftime fair. show than Creed. That's let's not go. Fair. Let's fire these away. That's um, not fair. She's your kin. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see Taylor Swift than Creed. I would not. I would not. <laughs> You're gonna. I don't know that you are. Oh, you will. If you were going to do it, would this not have been the year that made the most sense? Yeah, but they had already chosen Usher. I, and I get that. Could you not have looked at Usher and gone, hey, buddy, <laughs> we're we're going in a different direction. Nah, because I got a feeling that she still wasn't going to do it. She wouldn't, she wouldn't be pro- coming back to perform from Japan. It's one thing for her to come back and just be there for the game. I don't think you're performing as well. Well, I mean, she. Can I mean, that's sing. that's originally the reason she said no. You was can because... sing terribly whether you're tired or not. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen proved that. I mean, will she sing anyway? At that point, wouldn't it be a a, a, a voiceover? Exactly. Yeah. So what does it matter? Lip syncing job. I don't know. I still, I, I'm here for the second year in a row going, uh, no, when are we getting that Luke Combs halftime show? Because no, that's no. the one I'm after. Next year, we get, uh, and instead of getting the proposal this year, like the big conspiracy theory says, next year we're going to get the wedding at halftime show. We're going to get Taylor sings at her own wedding for the halftime show of the Super Bowl. I would, I would find it funnier if Travis was marrying Miley Cyrus and Taylor while taylor sang the halftime show that <laughs> of her new hit song the tight end, tight end loose ends. Ends. yeah <laughs> uh, i was just never i was never an usher fan Wide and i never right felt like heart. and i and, and it wasn't until they announced it that i went back and went oh okay well i guess that tracks i never knew he was that big of a star I didn't. I, I mean i i got it i just i tuned it for out. me the super bowl halftime show is for everybody but me I'm here for the I'm here for the game, mm-hmm. I, because and I think it was Stephen Tal that said he didn't believe that I didn't know any Taylor Swift songs. I'm telling you right now, you could put a hundred dollars on every song I could name you, you would not get to five hundred. If I thought really hard, I might get to four. When I say I don't listen to modern music, I'm not kidding. Tank can attest this. I play music in the studio. How much of it's been made in the last twenty years? None of it. Most of it's old school uh, hip hop or stuff that only I listen to. Yeah, or unless it's like uh, down that uh, Luke Combs, Chris Stapleton, Whiskey Myers. That's the Tyler only Childers. like. Yeah, that's the only like modern music that Jeremy really gets into. I listen Otherwise, to things I'm that are so to... Zach Bryan. That's another one I listen to. <laughs> yeah, I listen to things that are so far off the beaten path. You'll never get that on a Super Bowl halftime show. No. Ever. And it would be awesome. Would be awesome. I would love You'd to see a there. country show. I would too. Now, now because now, I think you could do one with the five guys I just said. No that would be the equivalent of it would be the country version of what we got with Eminem and Doctor. Knock it out of the park with uh, uh, you got Luke Combs as the headliner. You have Chris Stapleton as the as the two. You would throw Jelly Roll in there as the three. No doubt. Whiskey Myers and start it out with Tyler Childers and Zach Bryan or any uh, Sturgill Simpson or any of those any guys in. That would be a great halftime show. I'm yeah. not even a huge fan of country music, but especially that. Well, I guess I'll call it modern country music. Oh, and you could do a th- you could do a throwback to like the legends. Oh, and get like yeah. a Toby Keith song in there. All the guys that have passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust me, there are, right. there are a large number of us that would sign up for that right 
now. And I don't understand why they don't do it. I do. The number one. I do. They stick in the pop track because they think that's the most popular brand of music. They don't realize it's not. Country is the number one. And you know, country's the number one here. You get out of you, you. I've traveled more than you have. There are places that I'm telling you, you could say Luke Combs' name, and they'd go, "I know who he is. I don't know any of his songs." Mm-hmm. And then you get to the others, and they'd go, "Was that English you just?" Spoke <laughs> I mean, I just uh, yeah, Patrick Holt says he has no clue that. who any of those guys are. Yeah, but uh, Patrick likes that, like. He AD, likes EDM stuff. EDBSM or whatever whatever it is. Were you about to go EBDB? I, I think I he actually, was. I actually, uh, right there, I combined <laughs> DSM, EBDB, <laughs> EBDB B&B, and BDSM, all into one great big acronym. And I think DSL as well. Was uh, no there. doubt. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you don't, Google it. That's an internet thing. Yeah, don't, no doubt. Don't worry about it. ASL. That's another one. Yeah, 100%. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, the the pageantry of the Super Bowl is always there. It'll be fun to see. Yeah, see, I don't care what about the any set of that looks like and all of that. I don't uh, care about a lick of that got, crap. Of course, you don't. I sit there. <laughs> my whole Sunday will be. Can we just play this game, please? You have talked about this ad nauseum. <laughs> That's the reason we tried to talk about anything but this game this week. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get inundated with it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We're all going to say the same crap. Hey, it's the best team for the NFC. It's the best team for the NFC. Look, Andy Reid got here. Can't even know they've ever seen Stupid. Okay, yeah, it's a great game. Let's kick it off. I, I, stop talking about Taylor Swift. Stop talking about Donna Kelsey. Let's just let's just play football, okay? That's all I want. Stop talking about all this other crap that I don't care about. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, there are a lot of angles to cover the Super Bowl from. Like the fact that this is going to be the highest average price ticket in the history of the Super Bowl. Did you see that hotel room prices have cratered? No. They were the cheapest room at Caesars was $7,000. Good. For the weekend. Yeah. That was two, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to a grand. Well, a grand a night. So it's down to 2000 for the weekend. Interesting. Just because they're not having takers or what? No, the that's, last minute planning. Uh, no, that's, how does this work? <laughs> that's a supply and demand thing. They withhold a bunch of rooms mm-hmm. to make sure that they have walk-ups that they can charge whatever they want. Because right. you're here, pudding. Unless you're going to sleep on that park bench over there, you're going to pay what I tell you to. $7,000, I'll sleep in my car. You would, wouldn't you? 100% I would. You would, wouldn't you? I got. I paid, uh, I paid $50 for this parking spot, and I'm going to sleep here. Bring a tent. No I can question. see you being a tent guy. No question. If I paid seven thousand uh, dollars for a cheap ticket to this game, I want you to let me in twelve hours early so I can sit in that seat and just really get my money's worth. I better be able to show up, take my pants off, and watch the game. Seven thousand dollars. You're out of your mind, and that's not even hitting the average. The average is going to hit like nine grand. That's insanity to me. One of these days, I'm going to let uh, Tank loose in my betting ledger, and I'm just going to watch blood come out of his ears. Oh, no. Like, I'll have a stroke. You wagered how much? That's not even my money, and I'll have a stroke. I've had a wa- wager on a women's basketball game in the last month that was four figures. That's If sad. that tells you anything. I mean, not. I mean, that's just. Oof. I don't even know that much about women's basketball. Yeah, I knew enough about this one. Mm-hmm. And I was right. That sounds like crimes. Sounds like you were doing nefarious things. 
You had an insider somewhere. It's not illegal to have an insider somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what are you a cop? I mean, now the now if I wagered with some shysty individual in an alley, that'd be crazy. Then they might have a problem with it. But I don't. I go through legal means like our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, there you go. We'll tell you more about that uh, coming up next week right here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. When we come back, it'll be time for the most important message of the day. My name is DeMar Hamlin. I play for the Buffalo Bills, and I play safety. It's American Heart Month. As the national ambassador for Nation of Lifesavers, I'm joining the American Heart Association on this 100th birthday to encourage you to learn CPR because together we can save lives. Nearly three out of four cardiac arrests that don't happen in hospitals happen in homes. If the time comes, be ready. Join me to ensure everyone has the chance to live longer, healthier lives. Visit heart.org slash nation. All right, people, it's Valentine's Day. Everything has to be perfect. At Ingles, we know Valentine's Day doesn't have to be perfect. Happy Valentine's Day. It just has to come from the heart. Ingles, we're with you every step of the way. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, heat perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. It is the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, and it's time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. And let's do crimes. Yesterday, I told you a story of a guy who decided to do crimes, and he was stealing things out of the, out of out of the wrong vehicle. This is kind of a similar-ish story. It it just goes down the path of if you're gonna do crimes. Don't do crimes, but you should probably do them in a way that, you know, you're not going to get found out or that's probably not in close proximity to how you're going to get found out. 32-year-old San Jose man has been arrested on suspicion of making and selling illegal narcotics at a business on Blossom Hill Road. Police uh, did not name the business. Um, but property records confirm that the name of this place is Yum Yum Donuts. Yum Yum. Yum Yum, get you some. There you go. Yum Yum Donuts. Was, Isn't that what the Danos guy says in all those annoying TikTok videos? Oh, Yum Yum, get you some. Hey, watch me put up, watch me put four pounds of this sawdust on uh-huh. something to make it completely inedible. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you're going to make illegal narcotics, it's probably not a good idea to set up shop in a donut shop. That's that. Just, I mean, I feel like you're about to make a joke about our friends. I'm not. I'm not. If you ask any cop, they will embrace the joke because, of course, everyone loves donuts. It's just a perk of the job, right? Uh, you're out all the time. You're on patrol. 
we love donuts and we're going to go to the donut shops. I just feel like selling crimes out of a donut shop is not a good idea for the off chance that law enforcement is going to show up. Donuts are wonderful. He was making a synthetic drug that is a mixture of ketamine, MDMA, meth, cocaine, and opioids. It's got all of the things in it. What do they call it? Charlie Sheen? They they call it several things. Um, That's a Charlie Sheen pre-workout right there, I think. It comes out pink. So there's several names for it, including Pink Cocaine, Pink Panther, Pantera Rosa, Tusi, I don't know what that means, and Tusi. Interesting. Pink Cocaine. You know what I would call that? Darwinism. <laughs> Survival yes. of the fittest. Yes. Yeah. And you won't be fit for long because I'm going to be able to pick you out of a crowd about the third time you do it. I was going to say, there's definitely one place that this guy's fit for, and that would be prison. My story is about rap legend Snoop Dogg and Master P. And this is not going to go the way I have a feeling that you think. Because it, it Snoop likes a certain crime that's a crime in some places and shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. This doesn't really have anything to do with that. This well, crime has to do with what you would ingest after that crime did you know the two of them had a cereal no i i didn't either they started a company called brodus foods okay calvin brodus yeah yeah they came up with a with a cereal and i in the story it never says what the name of the cereal is it's called make them say ums is it i don't know oh (laughs) it's the only master p thing i could think of good for you (laughs) Well, they made a deal with Post. Mm-hmm. They had come to Post that Post wanted to buy them out. They resisted that, but Post was going to distribute it. Well, one of the biggest accounts they had was Walmart. How often do you go to Walmart? Every once in a while? Pretty often. Yeah. Enough? Yeah. You ever seen Snoop Dogg Masterpiece cereal? Mm-mm. That's why they're suing. Uh, because it was $13 a box. And most Walmarts never even put it on the shelf. Wow. They sent it to them. They billed the company for carrying it, but they never put it out. They posted something on their social medias about this, and employees of Walmart were going into the back channels of the storage rooms and saying, hey, we found it. It's right here. It's in a box. It's never been opened. Mm -hmm. And now they are suing Walmart for breach of contract. Interesting. I, what, and there's no good answer to this. What does a Snoop Dogg cereal taste like? Chocolate. Funyuns and marshmallows. <laughs> Funyuns. Look, I've known a lot of people that that might have smoked crimes from mm-hmm. time to time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it didn't taste like crimes. That, ugh, that is a no. horrid taste. No, it definitely wouldn't taste like that. Spearmint gum and pine salt. Yes. Ugh. Snoop Dogg's got to be like a, I, I would imagine that would be like a super chocolatey cereal. Like, or like, like Lucky Dog. Charms on steroids. Mm, yeah. Snoop Dogg Charms. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Turns the milk brown and everything. Like that super uh, you know, rich it should turn it green. If it's going to turn the milk color, it's green. No. That would be awesome. That would be unappealing. I would eat that. Green milk? I don't drink the milk out of cereal anyway. Okay. You're one of those people. Yeah, I, I don't get it. 
Like I can have milk out of the carton. Milk ain't that expensive. It tastes better after the cereal's been no, in it. No, it doesn't, and it's got like weird colors. I don't like it. No. No. What kind of madness is no. this? I could get good fresh. Especially milk. after you have like puffs or the uh, the the the. Ch- uh, chocolate and i'll go ahead and tell you pebbles i'm, I'm not i never liked fruity cocoa pebbles pebbles. Uh, pebbles was just a way to like annihilate your mouth okay like i hate my mouth i that captain, captain crunch, crunch that's the any one. of those just hey i hate the roof of my mouth and i want to punish it for being a bad bad roof of a mouth <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna put it through hell for the next three days mm-hmm. eh, i'm good mm, yeah. i liked lucky charms i did enjoy a fruit loop and the most underrated cereal of all, the Apple Jack. Apple Jacks were good. Apple Jacks are very good. And you know where you can get those? Your local Ingalls supermarkets. Low prices. Love the savings. Indeed. Uh, Jeremy, we were talking, or I had mentioned the prices for the Super Bowl tickets. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be hit over 9000 for the average price. It's going to be the all-time record for the average price for a ticket. Have you seen the uh, $2.5 million Sweet. luxury suite though. yeah i saw that uh olivia culpo was gonna buy one and christian mccaffrey told her no <laughs> i'm a running back i'm only going to make so much money well i mean it would be it would be a pretty sizable chunk out of uh out of his pay however i think he's making 17 i thought it was 15 15 it, it may be, you may be right it was somewhere in there. i think the average uh annual value of that deal was like 17 million a year so he may be making 15 this year with all the numbers anyway how that works out uh two and a half million dollars for the luxury luxury suite what would you pay to go to super bowl your team was in i know my number i mean i've discussed this what's the number what 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 would you pay to get in the stadium if your team made a Super Bowl? It would have to be no more than five grand to get me to go. You ain't gonna get in. I know that's and Amy I'm, and I'm I have we have a number. If the Jets ever make it to the Super Bowl, there is a number that she will allow me to to spend and not be angry. Go ahead, and tell me. Uh, it's thirty grand. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's thirty grand, mm-hmm. and it would be nice if that got me, her, and my dad. That would be that would be the objective. Okay, multiple people, I can see going. Oh, that's that not path. per seat. Uh, they see that's what I thought you were saying was that she's giving me carte blanche to spend thirty thousand dollars to get me into the game and me only, and that is madness. She mullet senior and I have an uh, we have an arrangement. Look, if you can if you can do it, if you can make it work, I'm not going to begrudge you anything. If I had it, I would go get one of these two and a half million dollar uh, uh, suites. Get twenty of my favorite friends in, and w- did you read all the things that you get? Oh, listen. The menu is bacon wrapped hot dogs, barbecue burnt in burritos. You have glazed donut Super Bowl Sundays. Oh, sounds wonderful. Carne asada French fries. Oh, hope you have a. Hope you got a doctor because I'm going to need one. Seafood stuffed potatoes. Oh, I don't know. I, I know all those words. I've never heard them put together, but that just sounds wonderful. Surf and turf nachos with lobster tail and filet mignon in the nachos. I had a burrito like that in Mobile that was out of bounds. Wagyu beef hot dogs, which probably cause 50 bucks a piece. Isn't that how much Wagyu beef is? Oh, I guess a hot dog is beef. So 
Yeah. Wow. It's an all-beef Wagyu hot dog. And then frozen cheesecake is also on the list. Plus, it's got a full-service bar and staff that's paid for. All the boozes. 20 people, $2.5 million. That's $125,000 a head. Well, I mean, with that kind of menu, I think me and 19 of my drunkard friends, we could, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to make my money back, but I'm just going to tell you, you ain't making it off us, would you make it off Tay-Tay? The, the, oh, of course, the story says that uh, Travis Kelsey could not, did not confirm whether or not he had bought one of these or, or rented one for Taylor. But why? Well, I mean, my she question would be, I money. was about to say, bro, you're doing this wrong. You're setting a lofty expectation and you ain't got the money. You ain't got the money. You ain't got the chops. <laughs> he said it, it set him back quite a chunk of what he paid to bring her to the game. And my question was, why are you paying? She's got the money. Yeah. She is way more money than I do. No doubt. Uh, yeah. Just like Tom Brady. Uh, Giselle, I love you. You're paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you don't wear the pants in this relationship. Stop trying to. <laughs> trying to be chivalrous here i could be chivalrous with your money do you buy anything into this report that jason and travis are going to retire and do a like a manning cast that's not a bad theory i've heard this from i've heard this from several people Mm -hmm. i just can't see travis kelsey walking away why well, I mean, and I get that the podcast is popular. I get that that probably went better than you thought it would. I just don't see you walking away. I can be here every year. I could do this until I'm not the number one receiver anymore. Now I'm just a threat. How much longer? I'm a though? specialist. At, but how much? Like five years. I genuinely think he could do this for five more he years. He could go till he's 39? Because he's 34? He's 34 now, yeah. Yeah, I'd... I mean, he is a maybe. I'm just too competitive athlete, but I, I may just be too competitive. I couldn't walk away if I still had it in me. Yeah, I couldn't. I would be that guy. And most guys. Won't. That's the reason that I've never railed on the guy that just sticks around too long, except Tom Brady, mm-hmm. because you did it, and it got to a point like, okay, what are you trying to prove here? Like you're five years older than any other quarterback we've ever had, not named Joe Montana. And do you remember how that ended at the end? Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom said he would have played. He he was still considering playing this year. And then they threw him a retirement party, and he felt weird about it. That I don't buy that. No, it was the second time. He, no, I don't buy that. <laughs> yeah, it's like dropping a baby. You do it the first time. Oh, sorry. Second time, mm, I hand you a baby again. Mm-hmm. You unretire on me twice. I don't believe you anymore. I don't really imagine Travis hanging it up right now. I, as you say, I, I do believe he's got a couple of years left in him. However, now might make the most sense for him. I just don't think wise. the media thing's going anywhere. I mean, you no. understand this is his second crack at the media thing. He had a reality show years ago. Yeah, it's not. And I get that he's he... bigger now with Taylor Swift. I understand that. But you think him as a, let's say they were to split, you think him as a Taylor X is going to have any less cachet? Because I, I I don't. At least not doing that. If he's doing something in football, I don't think that changes anything. No, it won't matter. I mean, matter if you want to host Good Morning America, then okay, maybe this might be your time to strike. And and that's where I think the mind might be. Of I want something bigger than this. I don't want just the football podcast with brother. I want this to be a pop culture phenomenon. You I don't think he can do that bigger. anyway? 
I really don't know. I mean, I re- Michael Strahan's on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. Nate Burleson's on, was it CBS This Morning? Yes. By the way, they're the only two good parts of both of those shows. Mm-hmm. Throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. You don't think Travis Kelsey could have one of those if he wanted it? I don't see a path that he can't. I mean, he's a good-looking dude that uh, was dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, I feel like somebody's going to find a place to put you. Mm-hmm. You might be on The View, the only that'd be less than ideal. I was going to say the only don't thought. Don't do that. That's a trap. The only thought there would be was, as you said, striking while the iron's hot. He's never going to be more popular than he is right now. And if something were to happen with that relationship, he would lose popularity. Not amongst football fans, but he would amongst the 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 populace as a whole. I, I guess that gets into again. I'm I'm hyper competitive. Mm-hmm. For me, if I had a shot at another Super Bowl, at another two runs at a Super Bowl, and I retired early, and they made it and won it, I don't know that I'd ever forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I make a hundred and fifty million dollars post career. Well, if I'd left this year, I'd have made two hundred and fifty million. Awesome. I couldn't spend all of that if I tried. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, and maybe I'm wired different. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. He's thirty. He's taken years care old. of he's for the rest of his life, regardless mm-hmm. of what he does. Mm-hmm. But he's thirty-four years old. He's done all he could. And at some point, yeah, I guess you do ask yourself that question: Is there anything left for me to prove? Well, does he have anything to prove? Because he's he's already top two tight end of all mm-hmm. time, and I don't think he's ever going to pass Gronk for most of us. So. Uh, he's already passed Gronk for me. Not for me. Yeah, he's already passed Gronk for me. It's only because of the, the things around him. I mean, right now he's doing it with Rishi Rice. All right, he's 34 years old and can, really doesn't look like he can run like he used to. He's still the number one target. Mm-hmm. And you got the Super Bowl rings. It's For me, it's Gronk, it's Kelsey, it's Tony Gonzalez. You can argue what order it's in. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're there and that's not going to change. But for me, if I could add a couple more rings, I I, I can't resist it. Yep. I just can't. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. We got a, we got a special little treat in the final segment of our final football Friday of the 2023 NFL season. Major picks of the week coming next. All right, people, it's Valentine's Day. Everything has to be perfect. Yes, At Ingalls, we know that not every Valentine's Day is four-star perfection with string quartets and swanky restaurants. My boyfriend bought me flowers. That it's not the money you spend or the elaborate lengths you go to. Happy Valentine's Day. It just has to come from the heart. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. Coffee's the closers home. Get him the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the money. We couldn't have a last football Friday without a last pick segment. I got a slew of parlay. I got a big old parlay for you. It's just one for the road. We start Nick Bosa 
to have two plus sacks that plays at pays at plus three fifty. I look at that matchup with Juwan Taylor, and that may be the biggest matchup of this game, and I don't see any way that he's not going to win twice. And at that, it's too good of a value. Over 70 and a half yards receiving for Travis Kelsey. That's at minus 130. I feel like no matter what happens, he's going to have a couple big plays because even though San Francisco is nicely equipped to slow him down, I don't think they can shut him down entirely. Then we get to the quarterback passing yards. I'll go under 260 and a half for Patrick Mahomes, over 248 and a half for Brock Purdy. I think San Francisco will be down. Kansas City has shown an ability to win without Pat Mahomes putting up the special passing line. And I'm not so sure that Pat Mahomes is going to be your MVP in this game. Total, you're at 47 and a half. I'll go over. I just don't see a way that this is a defensive struggle, even though both of these defenses are good. And you know I couldn't help but do a, do this one last time. Underdog. 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 Speed of lightning. Roar of thunder. Kansas City's a dog in this game. And that, just no matter how many times I say it, it doesn't make a lick of sense to me. How many times do you have to poke this bear and give points to Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid before you figure out that's a bad idea? Am I telling you San Francisco can't win this game? No, I can't. Am I telling you that I'll happily take plus money with Kansas City in the money line? Yes, I am. I think Kansas City wins this game. I'll say it's 31-24 Kansas City Chiefs, and they are your Super Bowl champions. And there you have it. Your official picks for Super Bowl 58 from Flostradamus. It's it's the final football. It's the final football day of the year. Yep. It, nope. it, just, it, it gives me the angina. And it makes me want to cling to something that I understand and I am familiar with. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama. Uh, it's time for us to get out of here. Join us uh, on Sunday for the big game down at the Village Porch, 51 North Merriman Avenue, the official football home of the sportsocracy. I'll be there from about 3 o'clock on. I live very close, so I will be there from pillar to post. They have specials all night long. This is one of the best bar owners in all of Asheville. We are so happy to be partnered with them, and we are so happy to see all of you. We'll have some show merch to give out. Uh, we're going to load up the back of Tank's car so nobody steal that. That would be awesome. Uh, and we can't wait to see you on Super Sunday. And we'll be back here to recap it all on Monday at noon on ESPN Asheville.